Welcome to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience. If you're new to the show, we would just like to give you a few heads up before we start, let you know that we are not Joe Rogan, nor are we associated with Joe Rogan. Uh, None of the opinions expressed in this show represent uh, Joe Rogan or Jamie Vernon or anyone at the JRE team in any way, shape, or form. We're just three guys giving our humble opinions. Uh, The way the show works is very simple. We rate each episode as well as the week on a scale of one to five Jamie Vernons. And then uh, we deep dive into each episode and spend some time talking about some of the points they talked about uh, and giving our opinions on that. That's really it. There's not much else here. It's a podcast about a podcast. Uh, But we do hope you stick around and uh, we hope that you enjoy. So without further ado, let's get on with the show. Listening to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience with Chico, Simon, Kamar, and your host, Matt Floor. Oh, that one was extra ear buster. Uh, welcome to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience. I am Matt Floyd, joined as always by Kamar. What's up? And Simon. What's going on? It's a podcast about a podcast. Go fuck yourself. There you go. Um,. Not a very long week this week, was it, gents? It was good, though. No, but that first episode is a fucking ball buster. Is a ball buster I, a good I think thing? ball buster is a weird way to put it, but... It busted my balls, making me think about fucking... He's a, he's, like he's a said, universe. Like I said, weird way to put he's it. He's a party but, pooper. No, it was amazing. It was an amazing yeah, episode. It, it really was. I actually it, really it like the yogi. Whole... I really like the yogi, too, oddly enough. The other obviously, side of the coin. Well, yeah, obviously I mean... you guys it, feel differently? It, no, no, he was okay. It was two pieces of bread... Surrounding a shit sandwich, you know. <laughs> Fair no, enough. No, that's interesting though. That that uh, middle controversy. Anyway, Kamar, how was your week? Oh, I had a great week. <laughs> that's it. Okay, awesome. Simon, how was your week? That was weird, eh? Yeah. Uh, my week was all right, man. You know. Fair enough. Fucking curled up in a little ball today. Thought I was just gonna cry into an alarm that's so vulnerable that you meant that yeah well whatever man yeah i really i think i almost had like a little mini breakdown this morning you know what shocks me about you is that you sat here last night we watched the fights you can't make it to the the heavyweight boxing match so you go home but then you show up today just all nonchalant like so uh what happened in the fight like i just can't believe that you didn't wake up i woke up at 4 40 this morning like i like a marine i i don't know man i i just i i I kind of knew I had seen a little clip. I just didn't know what happened in the fight, meaning I didn't know how it all played out. I knew that what's-his-name had gotten knocked down. I was pretty sure that Tyson Fury won. It was insane. But the comments I had read were like, Tyson Fury, amazing performance. Like It all seemed like, I don't know, man, if he busts his eardrum... I'm not not sure if it's busted or hurt, but... we thought it was busted because he had no balance. Well, yeah. I mean, it must have been something. Dude, he looked like he was on fucking stilts. It happened around it was, three, and it, it might have so been weird. It might have been an elbow. That she cut him. And then his ear filled up with blood. Well, if it was an elbow, up. that would make sense why he was yelling at the ref right away, right? Like, this guy just he wasn't yelling at the ref. No, there was, was weird. There was an so elbow weird. like 30 seconds before the knockdown, oh, but see. it might have been incidental. Whatever. It he was beat a, the, the, the things that held his his braids in out of his head. I was kind of upset about that um, 
main bout in the UFC event last night too. Felder Hooker. Yeah, like listen, I'm not a Felder fan. Yeah, I, mean, I am I, now. I voted. I was rooting for him in this one, but sure. I feel like he was totally robbed. I think he won that fight. Yep. And uh, you feel like he was totally robbed. It's, it was sorry. a split decision, yeah. so I, I feel like he should have won that fight. Okay. I, I don't know, man. I like I get it. I'm I'm not a. I don't know enough about this sport to be able to keep score or anything like that. I can only go off the feel Feeling, that I yeah. get from watching the fight. And I know Felder's face was way more fucked up, but I still think he controlled most of that fight. Well, well both, he did in the stats, right? They both went to the hospital after. So the argument of like his face was more fucked. They both. I mean, I agree with you. His face was more fucked. And listen, some people just their face swells more when they get hit. Some yeah, guys has a like fucking you transparent know? ginger. Yeah, so so totally. We listened to the because, as you know, they did the live fight companion, but it was on delay, so it was on them watch the fight, and everyone thought Felder really won as okay. well. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, Felder's Joe's guy, so of course he's gonna. Uh, he's all Brian's was, guy too. Brian all I was saying, Simon, was I can't call it like a robbery when it was that close. They gave it a split decision, so obviously the refs. We're split. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And that was a lot of fights. I mean, listen, you got to look at Felder like this. Like, I find it weird. You're you lose a fight to a guy ranked one spot below you, and you want to hang it up. Like, you're not that. Old. I don't know. I think he was he was probably just planning on retiring anyways. And but then that's what I'm saying. Like, so what? He just wanted to go out on a win. Is that? He, what do you mean? I don't understand. My point was just like, it, why bother fighting this fight at all? Precisely. Yeah. That. I always thought that was weird. He's like settled into his announcing role and then you have a new gig. So maybe it's because the guy called them out. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, again, I think he's going to fight again. He didn't did. Was it official that he threw the gloves down? I never really, he he did throw the gloves. He went to throw the gloves down. I know. And then hooker. And the other guy ran over and said, he's a champ. Yeah. Yeah. But then then he threw one glove down. down. I know. I saw that. He tried to throw the other. He couldn't get it off. They cut it off. And I believe he threw it on the ground. So, well, I'd have to. I didn't check. But his reasoning for today. quitting, or or sorry, not quitting for retiring, are just you know he just had a, a little girl and like what the fuck. Yeah, I get all of it. I'm just saying, like again, uh, he owes I go us back nothing. to. I, he doesn't. I go back to why bother taking this fight with a young, hungry up and comer, and then like to test himself. Sure, fine, but again, he's he was super emotional about the decision. Yeah, no, I'm with, I'm kind of with you, Matt. I don't think he needs to take this fight. I think he could have just retired, and he was he's already an announcer. It's like it's there for him. That's you what know? I'm saying. Anyway, that anyway. was that. We obviously watched the fights last yeah. night. Um, all right. Well, uh, you want to go over the guests there, Kamar? I loved it, Matty. Uh, first off, we have 1428 Mean Brian Green, quantum physicist. Let's mean know why Brian nothing Green. means anything. Then we have uh, I've Been Done Wrong By, 1429, Colin O'Brady, with a little controversy came to sell his book. And then we end up the week with 1430, Raganu Kapu. Capo. There's yeah. no way you said yoga. that. Yoga. Right. I think we're just going with Yoga Ray. Yeah, Yoga Ray. Yoga sure. Ray, vegan, Jujitsuist, monk, Jujitsuist, punk rocker, everything. Really yeah, cool. Everything under the sun, yeah. Um, we're going to rate the week for once because I've remembered to do so because I'm looking at the fucking whiteboard. We'll start with uh, Simon. I Three episodes. This week a... So the math should be pretty easy on this one. Four. Wow. 3.85. No, 3.75. Kamar. Yeah, I think I give it a four. You give it a four. Wow. I give okay. it a four. 
I'm going to go a generous three and a half. Obviously, I think one episode, and we all know which one really brought the week down. That's interesting. Um, but the other two episodes of Hell were fucking great. I also got to say, it's always nice when there's like a short week, and by just reading the, the description, you'd think you'd be like, fuck. Like the physicists, we all, I know for a fact, saw it pop up, and we're like, God damn it. I and with those I never know. Uh, it's always interesting, but I said, "God damn it!" Yeah, for sure. For me, it's not really a crapshoot when it's physics. I'm like, I'm gonna be lost <laughs> for three hours. Um, and then same thing with the yoga guy. Like I was like, "Fuck!" Like I live with this shit. So, um, you know, I just wasn't like overly. But they were great, great, great stuff. All right, so we got. To, what was I? I'm a three and a half. Kamar, you were a four. And Simon, I'm a four, you were a three, yeah. Eight, five. Three, seven, five. Three, Might seven, have to reassess. Okay. So Kamar was the highest. I was the lowest. All right. Well, I guess uh, unless there's anything else pressing, we might as well get started, right? Fired up. Simon. Uh, yeah. Give us 1428. Brian Green. Brian Green. So um, I've decided that physics to me, uh, uh, whatever astrophysics whatever they do quantum physics just magic i'm accepting oh, it as magic go. no here no i just it's easier for me to explain it away in my head that way if i sit there and try and understand it's it's pointless he's ruining everything so it's magic and i'll look at it the same way i look at uh fucking remote viewing or esp or whatever man it's just something i don't get it exists, and I don't understand it. But I don't get it. You understand math, mm. at least on a basic level. Mm. What do you mm, think? That's that's debatable. <laughs> okay, fine. I'm just you, saying. If, go sorry. Go ahead. Come you on. don't know what you know. You can. but these physicists are starting to think they know what they know, and they don't know. Using math to figure out to predict the real um, workings of animate objects i just uh, it's, it's it's yeah it's it's a prediction and unless it's actually put into i don't know and when it's two billion years from now to, the, even the the fact of thinking about figuring it out you'll never know if you were right or wrong i mean that's what fucks it's me a up crazy though. pursuit well it's uh, it's not though because there's a lot of stuff that they don't even bother going down because they're like we can't scientifically test this so we're not going to bother like the simulation theory, you know, they're like, we, we're not going to bother with this. Magic. We don't, we don't toy with this because we don't have a way of ever proving it right or wrong. So it's not even on the table. Fuck off. My issue, my only issue with him, of course, he's brilliant and whatever, but he said he became a professor at like 27. Okay. So, I mean, he was into this stuff before his brain was even developed and he's locked in to this physics. Like, clearly, he needs to do. Um, mushrooms or uh dmt at this point you think that would be the the game changer for him? i think it would change his game and i i don't know if he would out of fear of it changing him or something but something natural not like an acid something like that hmm. an interesting statement was um man is so successful humans are so successful as a species because we're the only ones who know we're gonna die so we make the best. No of it. other creatures have that. Um, yeah, I didn't. That didn't sit well with me. I don't know. I don't know if I buy that one. You think that other creatures do know they're going to die? For sure. I think that's a. How do you not? Know. How do you not assume that? Like, first of all, think of all the creatures on Earth. 
The argument that not one single other one knows it's going to die from birth seems a bit ludicrous, doesn't it? Well, all Just on an- a numbers game, Simon. That's all I'm trying to... All animals think they're going to die on a constant basis. They just think they're about to die. That's where that, I was that, at. That, I was at that they live on the edge of that like... they think about it is the whole point. It's well, that but that's a different statement. It's built into them, but they're not sitting around like us thinking about our, you know, impending demise. They just do. And there are um, outside whatever, sorry, my brain isn't working, that affect them. You know what I mean? But they're not, they're just reacting to those things. They're not sitting around um, ruminating over when and where that might they happen. never think about if they're fat or not again i don't know that for a fact that's but that kind of makes sense to me because it, as your brain gets more primitive you know you the things you have to worry about are those right in front of you at the time how am i going to eat how am i not going to get eaten yeah but i mean it's just you know it's one of those things i, I don't know like think about a, when you see like a baby being ripped away from its mother by like a pack of hyenas or something you know there's got to be a part of you that's like the mom knows the kid's going to die because they're protective of it. The kid must know it's good. Like, I get what you're saying. They're not actively lying around in a bush like, I wonder how much more time I have around this bush. And have I wasted my time around this bush? Should I have spent more time at the water hole with my son? I better make the most out of the next yeah. 15 years Listen, I have left. I understand that side of the argument, but I think it's... I think it does animals a disservice. I think animals are smarter than that to just be like, they don't even know they're going to die. They're just out here living it up. And what if you see an animal uh, who sees another one of its cousins, brothers, mothers die? Does it then become where that's going to happen to me? Well, and that's, yeah, that's another thing too. Like they just walk away. None the the wiser. They just walk away. That's what happens. I mean, I know they walk away, but I don't know. Like you've seen it. I've seen it in elephants where they lose a young and like they're distraught, you know? I get it. There's certain animals where, for sure, there's certain animals that eat their young. They're just like, yeah, whatever. Fuck. And care. it's interesting that they know so much about quantum physics and so little about the brain. <laughs> I thought you were going to say about animals. Yeah. yeah. I, no, I was wondering where that was going to. It's totally true. Like, Kamar, that's another, like, we're out exploring outer space and we haven't even dealt with our own oceans. It's the same idea, right? Like, deal with what's important and in front of you and don't worry about the uh yeah but that goes back to my whole that's like my main simulation hook right there is just like the fact that we haven't figured anything out about our consciousness or very much about how our brain works shows me that like that's just a fail safe in the system and it's annoying that we want to know like how does this work you know, well, you you know like, the, the mean, animal obviously does not think how it works i mean that's that the same thing I was going to say the right. arg- the argument against the simulation is that right there that why would they even put it in the simulation that we think about why we're here to question existence like they you know you know what I mean like if if you're going to put it in the simulation that we can't figure out how the brain or our consciousness works then why not also put in the simulation that we don't think about how our brain or our consciousness works like we'd just be like an animal out there just like my brain just works what we think about everything else but we don't think about that well yeah oh, that seems weird. Well, but again, if it's a program. And again, I don't look at, if we're talking about the simulation, I don't see it as uh, cut and dry as that. I think something is happening and the snowball effect is where you end up, you know? A butterfly flaps its wings and... It did not come up at all in this uh, podcast, did it? The simulation. No, it didn't. No, you're right, it didn't. Avoided it. But he said, you know, we know very little about space. Like, we've been to space, obviously, and... um, Yeah, but that's... (laughs) 
That's like being like, uh, that's like going to the parking lot and then saying like, well, I, I've seen the entire coastline yeah. of yeah, California. Of, of course, like, of course. I'm not more. What I was thinking though, is like, what's the farthest we've been as human beings? You know what I mean? Um, Australia, the moon. Okay, sure. We've sent a probe to like uh, Saturn. Well, no, the, no, no. We sent a stand up nearly. No, no, Simon. There's a probe that's gone past the last planet. Okay, so we're pretty certain then that. But how does that constitute us being there? That we no, gotta... no, 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 no. Sorry, all I, I'll get to my point. Sorry. Here. What I'm saying is, okay, <laughs> look, I was gonna say maybe after Mars, wherever we've been to, for all we know. At that point, the rules of space change, where gravity reverses itself, who fucking knows? We've never been there. I mean, I guess wherever our probe goes, like if gravity reversed itself, something would happen to that probe, and we would know, oh shit, at that point, something happened. Yeah, but that's the whole idea of physics and quantum physics, no. is that they use math fuck, to figure that shit out. Fuck that. Well, but how? I mean, no, but think like about he- it. Stop. Sorry, just real quick. Einstein predicted things using math a hundred years ago that to this day held up. That they were like, you know, a hundred years ago before anyone was thinking. Based on laws on this planet and the knowable universe. Correct. Like he says, if the laws change. That's right. All the math is now off. If you get to Mars and everything flip-flops. Yeah, but we know it doesn't because we've sent probes to Mars. If we get to pluto or zeta reticula or wherever the fuck you know like all i'm saying is we know what we know then we use mathematics to extrapolate we don't know shit we don't know what we well, know that's what yoga Ray we tells don't know you. what we know come on i mean that's yoga ray's that's whole thing it. this is it this is why i'm saying it's it, it, this is what made this week great for me is the juxtaposition of they because what he was saying and now it's again when it goes thirty billion years ago, thirty billion years from now, uh, particles will actually everything will just cease, and the other guy is going to tell you no, that's impossible for that to happen because nothing is everything. You you know what I mean? They they it would be an amazing debate. What what did this guy say? We were programmed by evolution not to understand the nature of the world. We are programmed to survive. So things like black holes and they have no basis on our survival. So it's it's almost alien to look into it. Exactly. Kind of to what Matt said right at the beginning of this conversation, right? What did I say? I don't remember, but I know it was something about that. I don't know. I mean, this, you know, I, I will say this, this guy barely felt like a physicist the way he was, the way this three hours went by or totally, whatever. He was handsy, eh? I didn't watch it. I oh, he, I, I'm telling you. No, he, he was very handsy. He was okay. a big hand talker. What was his last name Green? I was going to say, was he Italian? Well, Brian Green, that's uh, David from 90210. Yeah, he's Megan Fox's husband. Yeah. It's not him, though. No, that's Brian Austin Green. Uh, Brian Austin Green, right. Um, but this guy goes around giving all these talks and there's three people on the planet that could argue any of the points he makes, right? Everything else you're like, okay. Yeah, I mean, again, we're fucking retarded. Because so it's impossible it, it's to, to, to see the work. And- well, Joe was asking him about the Big Bang, right? Yeah. And he was saying, yeah, I mean, all of that's possible unless we are a... Um, well, that, was, that was when it got weird. Like we're a realm... And then the space around us is that bigger realm where they've already had 
a million big bangs, which makes sense, right? Like if space is endless, why, again, why are we just assuming that it's constant all the way through? Look, our world, a small, it's not constant all the way through. I just think it's too big for us to understand or contemplate. Yeah. It's so much bigger. All than the us more that. reason why our assumption should be one of magic and not of we've got this shit figured out. Hence religion. Like you do, it's easier for us to grasp a guy in the sky, his son, the fucking thing, than the actual existence that we're in. Unless you're the last guest of the week. Well, no, I don't. I, for me, it's not like it's that. I, I don't know. It's not that hard for me to believe. Like, I just look at it like maybe it's just dumb luck that we're sitting here floating on this fucking rock. Pure dumb luck. That's what he's saying. Yeah. This physicist. But just just humor me. It, it ruins everything. Sorry. <laughs> no, it ruins no. everything. So when he was talking about uh, there being an extra realm where there had been many Big Bangs, right? Uh, there's a, a million, million realms. So, yeah. yeah. A million, million realms. Yeah. Zillion. The numbers don't exist to describe the thing. And so it's like, it's futile, but fascinating well, to listen to. I want to copyright the name of that right away, just to get it out of the way. Copyright what? What name? Well, if we had the Big Bang and there's a bigger bang, it would be the Gang Bang. So everything that happens in the outside realm is the Gang Bang. The Gang Bang is in- the beginning of... Just civilization. Matt, so you want to copyright gangbang? I have a feeling. In relation to astrophysics, it, it will come into play one day. It'll pay out. Don't worry. It'll pay. Yeah. No, I, you'll I can be thank, see it. You'll yeah, be yeah, thanking for me. For sure. Someone at NASA is going to have to come knocking one day. Dude, they're going to be like, shit. How did we not copyright gangbang? <laughs> what <laughs> were we thinking? Or, or maybe grand gangbang. Because it's like the big bang. You know what I mean? The grand bang gang. Yeah, gang exactly. bang. The one, grand gang Once there's bang. a practical G-B-G. application for this knowledge, you know what I mean? For for it, it will it will be useful. What's funny to me about physics now that you mentioned that is it seems almost like uh, I don't want to say snake oil, but it seems like the best con in the world, where like no one can call you on your shit. So you're like, pay me, motherfuckers. You know what I mean? Like you're just like you make up a job. And you and four other people are like, guys, if we all agree, this is what's up. We can make a living out of this. You know what I mean? Like, There must be a way through physics to counterfeit money or something. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? Not yet, but there will be. I don't know. But again, there's appeal. There's physicists that are just, it's too far out there. Yeah. And there's physicists that have a way to talk about it. Much like that uh, astronaut. The other day, week was uh, yeah, yeah, the guy that breaking worked. down yeah. space travel like made it seem simple. He did that for me, so I, I enjoyed him with that. Till he said he liked pentatonics, fascinating music. Do you know what pentatonics what is? Pentatonics. Well, no. you're better off for it. They're a acapella group. <laughs> oh, I was gonna look into them. Have you guys seen the documentary on Amazon Third Eye Spies? Okay, so definitely watch that, okay? Amazon sucks. Come on, throw me that It's all about uh, the remote viewing and how the government was using remote viewing for... That's where somebody can... They like... Men see goats or something like that? Stare goats? That's what that is. But this is... That was a a movie. Mm -hmm. This is a documentary. Anyways, it's incredible, man. Like, look, they give the guy 
they send people out on some mission somewhere and the guy knows where they're going. Like it's, it's fucking crazy, man. It, it defies any sort of logic. Was that the one where he was at the bazaar or whatever? And there was people trying so many things and none, of, they all failed. And he was, and he got up and gave them the speech about why none of this would ever happen. And they came up to him after and were like, thank you for giving us speech. Yes, but I, I, I exactly. Want to use that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that was part of that movie. But uh, yeah, no, it's just, that's one of those things where you're like, well, if this exists, if this is a thing, then other things are things, you know? Mm-hmm. And that we don't know anything about the brain. These guys are able to like describe um, military installations on the other side of the world having never been there and they draw it out and it's exact. Like it, it really watch the movie, man. It, it's it is. Karma. It's fucking crazy. We, he, uh, Joe had, <laughs> um, what's his name on the men who stare at goats guys, Ronson or whatever his name is. That was an interesting podcast. Yes, it was. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> Uh, what else we got here? I love how you have the new cue cards. I feel like you're just like throwing them behind you like an old Letterman thing. That's what I should be doing. <laughs> what about the, uh, he gave him the pushback with the aliens. Uh, sorry, what? Well, Brian Green was saying that we're just so simple. They're so far away. There's no reason why they want to come here. Like we wouldn't go around a anthill and mm-hmm. then Joe pushed back on him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Joe was like, we do aliens. though. We do look at ants. We do. Yeah, I was. I was like, no. There's a small subset of us that looks at ants, and if they find something cool, we go, oh, that's cool, and then move on. So the resources to come see us might not be worth it. I mean, I just, I don't, uh, I. If you had the ability to explore the universe, wouldn't you? You would just say, oh well. They're just ants, so fuck it. Like I don't. But maybe people think what have different consciousness in different realms. You'll have to uh, go a little further than that for me, Kamar. Well, just like the laws of physics change here, the the rationality of logic changes in other universes. Well, I mean, absolutely, that's totally possible. Because we d- we logic, think something someone else logic is something. based on like our values and stuff, right? Like mm-hmm. we assume what is logical because what is good and right. Yeah, and where it, that could be totally different somewhere else. Absolutely, you know, evil could be the way to do things, and people who are good, like absolutely. So to say, well, we care about butterflies, or we care about ants. They don't care about us. Who doesn't care about us? Because the aliens, exactly. Because they just have a different way of looking at But again, at stuff. by that logic, who knows what the fuck they would do. To them, maybe ants are the most important thing. Well, I think it's more in our logic they're here. We think there are aliens here. We think there are aliens here. Well, some people well, Simon does. claim that they've seen aliens or been abducted or by have aliens. Been, or have or, been here. Have been here. Have been here. For sure. Let's touch on that real quick. The guest before this this week was an MMA. Oh, yeah. Barney and Betty Hill's granddaughter. Yeah, which doesn't come up at all. Which Joe, is insane. Joe only found out after the episode. Yeah. And for anybody who doesn't know who Barney and Betty Hill is, first abduction recorded case in the U.S., I believe. They were an interracial couple. They went under hypnosis. They. This is the really interesting part. So they both go under hypnosis separately. They get separated right away. Um 
their stories are very similar. In her story, she sees the whole thing. She is she knows what's going on. He is blindfolded by the aliens or something is put over his head right away. So he hears everything but doesn't see anything and his descriptions with her it's all very interesting, man. And like I was telling somebody under hypnosis, Betty draws these star maps and they have no way of checking them at the time, but later on when they reviewed them, they were uh they matched up to actual, you know, now that we're using math to be able to, you know, predict predict things but it matched up to i think it was the zeta reticulon system i don't know that for a fact but that coincidentally is the same place where bob lazar talked about zeta reticulon so look granted we could say that many of the uh things people talk about are not true they're making them up or they're high or whatever well you but, love the government shit maybe the government drugged them and did some tests on dude them. that's so possible and that would make sense why zeta reticulon comes up in both because bob lazar was also a government patsy in that um idea go. no matt that could be or to counter that it could be they were visited by the same aliens not at the same time, but the same race of aliens. Just as easily as it could be the government doing a giant scam. I think the government doing a giant scam is the easier of the two. You said just as easy as the government running a scam. I mean, that's if you think that aliens are super far-fetched. If you're uh, no, you can a think Fermi there's... paradox guy, like, well, no, why you can aren't think... they here? Hold on, you, know? you can think there's aliens and not think they're coming down and abducting us and probing us, right? Mm, no they're yeah. they're not yeah of course yeah they're not mutually exclusive no yeah i don't think well that's what i'm saying is i can sit here and say there there might be aliens but i could then sit there and also say that barney and betty hill can also be full of shit totally but i just that's not what we were arguing we're saying is it more likely that the government well it's definitely more likely that giant the, hoax over decades and decades yeah so or, again but hold or, on again is it more likely that the government's been running a decades-long hoax or that aliens came down and abducted people again i think it's more likely that it was the government again i don't understand why like okay even that, if I was to sit here and say there might be we aliens, think aliens are are something that probably doesn't exist. Like to me, the it, it seems just as likely, frankly. Okay, but we have proof that there's a government. You pay taxes to them, so right away, I think it's easier to go on the. We have, but that doesn't mean that. Like, look, I definitely think this, but that doesn't necessarily mean that the just because you pay taxes to the government that they're running a giant scam. No, but that my spans, point. My like, point. Simon, we're talking about a long period of sure, time. Sure, sure. But the fifties all the way to Bob Lazar. Sorry, go ahead, man. No, well, my point is just simply this: if we're going to sit here and which one is easily more easily provable, well, I can say, okay, is there a government? Definitively, yes. Okay, are there aliens? Definitively, no. Yes. Okay. <laughs> you see, that's where we're um, having trouble, right? Okay, fine. Yeah. I think the problem with the whole thing is that any of these sides were talking about some sort of intent, right? To abduct people. Like, there must be some intention there. Mm-hmm. But, uh, like uh, Green was saying, the, the actual protons or whatever have no intent. They just do what they do, you know what I mean? And somewhere, some way along the 
from the, the smallest thing to us, we develop intent, and he doesn't know how that happens. And it's a marvel. But I love how this guy can sit there and, like, I still don't understand how we're all just made up of atoms. and Like, none of this makes sense. None of it. Well, so, stardust to begin with, which yeah. then makes up the atoms, which are constantly moving and doing shit, and all to make a solid mat magic. Okay, well, well, come wait, on. But you think everything is magic? Well, I, vampires and fucking <laughs> well, werewolves. Those are magic. <laughs> I don't know. I just that's that. This is where we always get bogged down or bunged up when it comes to the physics. Is that like again? We're just three fucking morons who don't really... Un- like, I can't grasp physics in the least. But what... Uh, agreed. What's interesting to me about these physicists, though, is the string theory. You know, when you start extrapolating out on this shit, like, it it gets to woo-hoo, woo-woo. Like, I don't care. At some point in this whole quantum physics thing, you get to a point where you're like, you gotta suspend a little bit of disbelief to get to where they're going okay just to make it worth your while it'll be alive <clears throat> which is fine obviously i have no problem with that but i i often wonder why these guys are so, like he was so he couldn't understand how that lady could possibly um channel the the ancient spirit which granted sounds weird you know what i mean but no more weird than remote viewing No more weird than the fucking quantum physics that they're talking about. Like, it's just all weird. It's just the qualification of this is um, the math and the science. It's we don't really get it after a certain point, but that's okay. And this stuff we don't really get, but it's not okay. It uh, asks more questions than it answers. Uh Uh-huh. (laughs) <laughs> oh, you really stumped Simon with that one. Well, no, no it's, it's it's it does. Yeah, but they're okay with that, right? Like, and they believe in haunted houses. Who does? Didn't he say? Well, they were joking about Richard Dawkins. Oh, he wouldn't sleep believe in, in haunted, uh, houses. haunted houses. But yeah. the physicist, I think, also was like, I still think this stuff, even though I know this stuff. Like, it's you can have both thoughts and I guess at the same time. But the mystical is just a lot more sexy. At the end of the day. The third guest of the week. The mystical is more sexy. I got you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, is it though? I well, then, then going down to the particles of stuff and how they make up the universe, and it's all just random, and that everything you think is just as it always is going to happen. There's nothing it makes it, like I said. He's like a buzzkill, but it talks a good game. I don't know if it was a buzzkill, though. I don't know. He's like, you didn't do... leave the end of this episode being like, oh, man, nothing matters. No, the guy's uh, sort of, but the guy's... <laughs> no. There's no point to think that way, but um, the guy's a genius or, or whatever, but it's just... What you think is not what you think. This is actually what it is based on physics. I don't know. I, I like the third guess better outlook on life. What kind of weed did this guy smoke? Twice. I, he has to do hallucinogens. No, 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 no. The story he told about smoking the joint. AK-47. Like, have you ever heard of somebody getting more fucked up? <laughs> like, No, that's a panic attack. Yeah. That was crazy, man. I think it was having one of these at the beginning of the podcast. <laughs> yeah, Simon, you, you forget that you're a fucking chronic weed smoker. It's true. 
But I also can't, like, listen, you see people smoke weed. They don't fucking trip the fuck out like that, man. Yes, they do. Sometimes you think, like, you know, if you get really stoned, you think everyone's mad at you, but no one, you, you know what I mean? Or everyone's just being looking at you. Well, that's what he was describing. I mean, Simon, I, it, I think it's also a psychosomatic thing. Like, I don't, I don't actually know that this is true. I never looked into it, but there was always that urban legend that they did a test at a university where one night at the university bar, they only serve non-alcoholic beer just as like a social experiment. And everyone at the bar still got like smash hammered. Hmm. You know what I mean? Just because in their heads, they were hammering down beers all night and whatever the fuck else, but they actually weren't. So it, would, it would happen in high school, high school parties. Somebody would people like, would have half a beer and just be like, I wasted. Yeah, that's true. But I've always thought those people were just acting. Yeah. Well, is that what psycho you're acting, but you didn't even know you're acting? Yeah, maybe. Some people also do get drunk off half a beer. That's true. Yeah. Not everyone Facts. Was, not everyone was fucking 160 pounds in grade seven, Kamar. Fucker. <laughs> uh he, well, he was talking about his MRI claustrophobia. I obviously could relate to that. But I love Joe. Just like, get over it, man. Just get over it. Because it's all part of science and healing. How long were you in the uh, MRI? Um, one, the worst time I had to get two done. And she's like, I'm just going to keep you in there and we'll do them back to back. It was the very first MRI I had ever had. So I had no idea how bad it was going to be. And that one I was in for like 45 minutes. But Ooh. usually it's about... Uh, 20, 22 minutes or something. Surrounded by a tube? Yeah. And what's the noise? Clunk, 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 clunk. Clunk, clunk, clunk. It's just, it's just terrible. Magnets it's magnets around, yeah. moving around. It's terrible. <laughs> There's no soothing so, music. So, or well, they put music in your oh, okay. ear, but the second the clunk, clunk starts, you can't hear anything through the music. Yeah, it's, it's so loud, loud man. <laughs> it doesn't feel so scientific after that. Eh? It feels like a, like a big, brutal machine. I got to tell you, maybe yeah. it's because like, I, why does it have to sound like that to do well, this what scam? I said to them was how, why does it have to be a coffin like that? Which it doesn't. It's just that the new technology to replace all these machines would be so expensive. So we're stuck using, but the, what I do now when I have to get my MRI, I go to Quebec where they have the two tier system. I pay and they have a bigger machine. It's still not great, but it adds like an extra three quarters of a foot, which makes a huge difference when you're claustrophobic. I think it's because I grew up having them. Like I had them as a kid, so many of them because I was in a coma. Mm -hmm. So that like now when I have them, they're just, I don't know. Well, some people don't listen. If you're not claustrophobic, you close your eyes and you just fucking zone out for 22 minutes. No, but I don't, I'm not claustrophobic, but I don't love enclosed spaces. But every time I've had an MRI, like I had one last year and two last year and both of them, I was like, this isn't that bad. Oh dude, it's definitely irrational. I'm not. No, no, I'm not saying that either. I, I think it's funny that you mentioned Joe, too, because Joe makes it seem like he has zero irrational fears. Right. And He's I think scared we... of ties. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the, I agree. This is one of those things where I'm like, dude, you don't know until you're having a panic attack on the fucking MRI table. Like, it's not you don't just get over that. That That's like, it fucking sucks. Something terrible is happening and your body is doing something that your brain can't. It's magnets, right? What, MRI? MRI. Yeah. 
It's a magnetic resonance imaging. Isn't that what that's it stands it? for? Magnetic yeah. Do you guys get a shakedown for uh, the metal? Dude, if you... They just tell you not to wear metal, but you fuck up their machine. No, I think you it can fuck also up kill your body. You. I think it tears... It tear that's metal. if you have metal inside you, but if you're wearing a wristwatch, I think you'll fuck up their machine. Yeah, but what he's saying is like... <laughs> If you have a bullet lodged in you, you That's can't have right. an MRI. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They Something also does. say it's dangerous to use like those steel wool barbecue things because if you because yeah. if you ingest the steel wool, it can fucking rip out of you in a. Well, just the idea that you're ingest. Forget the MRI. Oh, I agree. Just the. Yeah. I use a wood one now because I. As soon as they said that, I'm like, yeah, that's fucking terrible, man. Yeah. The bristle. The bristle. Yeah, the bristle. Oh, that's inside you. To. That's what you were getting to? But imagine having an MRI and a fucking bristle rips out of your stomach. Can I give you a piece of advice? Don't take the long route, man. Use the wood? No, I'm saying on your story, don't take the long route. Oh, yes, Just get to the punchline and then nobody steps on it. And I also heard uh, a wheelchair would fly across the room when they turn the machine on. If it was in the room, you can't have it like a... It's that strong? No, yeah, no, no that's on. what I've heard. Well, that's is, what I've heard. On. The magnets in it are insane. Simon, I know, but for they're sure. encased by. Uh, but what something. I'm what I'm thinking there's a field, baby, a realm. No, I'm sure there's a <laughs> magnetic field. But Kamar, I'm also certain there was metallic objects in the room with me when I was in there. Like what? I don't remember. Now that you mentioned, because it. he's not. He's in another room behind. I get the glass. it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, that's the scariest thing about uh, hospital X-rays, X-rays yeah. when they run out of the room. Yeah. <laughs> but apparently, apparently the um, every time you go through the airport, it's like ten times worse. Sorry, but why is that Jesus. not a horrible right? experience? Well, is that weird? It's just a less, it's just it's, killing you softly, it's man. Ten, it's worse, but does less. That's <laughs> Simon. Weird. He was saying it's the actual air flight as well. That as well, yeah, but it doesn't help the, with that yeah, stupid machine. Where machine they don't yeah. need that either because they can just you know pat you down. I guess radiation. Well, Are you talk about radiation from the X-ray. Do you know what's hilarious? Now that yes, I think about it, on. too. Every time we travel, I get randomly selected, and I always have to go in the one where you hold your arms up, and it's. Like the x-ray spins around you for the extra. And that's like a mini MRI machine. I assume something like that, yeah. Well, no, because it just looks for... I think it's what you said. The, it's the old machines they have in there that they don't... That, Listen, they have. I've done a lot of research on these MRI machines. But if you go to like some places in the States, you can get an... Like if you're a giant fat person and you can't get into the tube, you still might need to get an MRI. They have like stand-up MRI machines that are like way... Bi- I'm just saying, you know, if, you, if you're paying, you'll probably get a yeah, well, think about it. Every, experience. I think I could go for the shitty one. Every major sports team owns an MRI machine. That's right, yeah. And here, we have such a long wait for the MRIs that they'll fit you in wherever you can. And if you're small enough, they'll suggest that you go... And use the children's MRI machine at the at Chio, really? Chio, interesting. Which is even smaller than oh, you, a normal a MRI nightmare. machine. I was just like, you guys are fucking crazy. Interesting. Anyways, but some people will take up that option. But like was it my this one where they talked about healthcare. There was one of them where they went deep on healthcare and Canadian healthcare. This week? Yeah. Am I wrong? Are you crazy? No. Okay. I don't remember. Am I crazy? I don't know. My uh, uh, that one, I I was like, nope. My brother-in-law is a very um, like he's super huge and strong. Yeah, and I just always imagined him going into an MRI machine because 
just his frame. You, you know what I mean? He's like twice as big as I am. Just he'd have to go to one of those special ones. Anyway, sorry, man. Well, he might not have to. Maybe no, he no, just he, doesn't have the fear. He you know might not I mean? have like, the problem. Yeah. yeah, he's not scared of anything. Why there would he be go. scared of an MRI machine? Maybe that's his one I, fear. No, his one fear is spiders. Well, there you go. It's everyone's, hilarious. Everyone's like, got some. Up, up at the cottage, he'll like, I'll have to help him with the spider, you know? I'm telling you, man, everyone's got some. He's something. the one who fucked me on that, not really fucked me. He's the one who fucked me over on that fishing trip there where, did I ever tell you that story? We had been fishing for pickerels all day. You're jigging right at the bottom. And uh, my father-in-law is catching tons of fish. I'm not catching anything. Finally, I get a pickerel. I'm reeling it in. I can see it. It's right there. It's about, uh, I don't know, a foot and a half. It's decent fish. And a fucking pike grabs onto the pickerel to try and eat it. So I'm reeling in Bigger bait. and it won't let go of the pickerel. So I'm going to get both fish, this giant pike or a muskie or something, something huge. And I'm yelling at my brother-in-law, get the net, get the net. And he's like fumbling around because he's got giant hands and everything. And we end up not getting it. I get the pickerel, but it has a huge chunk missing <laughs> from it. And then later he tells me that he was working especially slow on purpose because he didn't want me to get the fucking. What? Yeah. And you guys are still friends. You guys are still friends. Family. That's way worse. I'm sure he wasn't. Maybe he was just fucking with me. Either way, he was fumbling around, and I didn't get the fish. But it, it was that was a crazy experience, man. Nothing, ever, nothing to do with a fishing? physicist. Nothing to do with bribery. No. Ocean. Fishing. You've done that. Yeah, yeah. And PEI. And you've caught something, dude. That's all you do. It was it was obscene. Like I remember being like, "This is too easy." Like it would be like you drop the line in. What like, were you fishing for? I don't remember. I was not, so young. Nothing. Um, that no, gave nothing up a like good game fight. fish or not anything. Like, no, uh, not like a marlin. Fish yeah, or fuck something. out of here. No, no, no. Like we were young. They took like twelve, like uh, ten of us out. I remember my cousin was sick all day in the bottom of the boat. But I just remember like I remember being young and, and just being like, "This is so easy." Do you think like, it's fishing, still like that? I don't know. And I wonder if your memory a, is well, no, uh, just in a new ocean. Like when you go fishing every year? Oh, I'm sure it's not easy like that anymore. How, how long ago was that, Matt? Twenty plus years That's what ago? I was saying. Well, I'm 37, so, so even longer. Oh, yeah, the oceans were probably you plentiful could say they were with fish the boat. back then. It was 50 years ago. There at this wasn't point. fucking Amazon dumping all their chemical waste into every ocean. And do you go fishing every year with your brother-in-law family? Uh, not so much anymore because my father-in-law passed away uh, last year or the year before. The year before that, anyways. But uh, before that, we used to go fishing all the time. And do you think summer. you had noticed those fish decrease? The pickerel? Yeah. No, I mean, the Ottawa River has a lot of yeah. fish. Yeah. I just never caught a lot. I'm good at uh, like trout fishing or bass, you know, more top of the water. I don't like fishing where you have to let your bait sink and then you don't do a lot. But just jig, sit there, yeah. It's boring to me. I thought the whole idea of fishing was just to be out in the goddamn sun anyway. Yeah. I like to do like a lot of casting and stuff though, you know what I gotcha. mean? Gotcha. A lot of casting. Reeling in slow, seeing the fish grab. I don't want to have to do it by feel. That's I'm not good at that. We'll be fishing you. in a couple months, Anyways. boys. Uh, okay, let's see what else. I think that's uh, pretty much it there, fellas. That's all you got for uh, Unless Brian Unless you Austin guys Green. got some more. No, I mean, I felt this is a great fucking episode. I felt like there was, I should have taken notes, but uh, as usual, I didn't. There was uh, just so much to cover in this episode. We can't do really good notes on shit that you can't actually grasp. Yeah, I mean, we got to the important parts, the grand gang bang. Copyrighted. Copyrighted. I think we're good. 
Yeah, I think we're good on not copywriting it for sure. <laughs> I agree. Uh, Kamar, we'll start with you. You can rate it first. I think this guy is uh, got to stop listening to pentatonics and try uh, hallucinogenics, but I give it a four. Okay. I, I also give it a four. And I also give it a four, but I would like to say that with all these physics guys, I'd like to see a little more. Um, and I'm with Kamar here. I think if they did the DMT or the magic mushrooms, maybe they'd be a little more available to some of the mysticism in this world. Or and they just go insane. So, so cut be a and bad dry thing. with numbers, you know? <laughs> just lose a plot. But I liked it. It was a great episode. And... What, is he your favorite physicist that's been on Rogan? Well, he was up there for sure. It's probably the highest rated one that we've done so far. He's just amazingly uh, skilled at articulating. Well, they didn't talk about physics. I think that was more the point, right? Like they really did. It wasn't like, um, what's his name there? Who Brian was Cox. like trying to explain it all, you know? They just seemed to have a conversation. And when physics came up, it came up, but... A lot of it was about aliens and other stuff. I might have to read his book. Hmm. Well, it just seemed like it wasn't so much about physics, so I'd like to understand how it is about physics. I thought his book was about how it's all going to end. Yeah, and well, how we got cease. here. What's wrong? You're, we can just hear your uh, thumping. Oh, sorry. I like to thump, man. Yeah. I like to fucking thump. thump Let me bang, man. man. Let him bang. No, it was a... It was a Quick three hours. It was a great three hours. Yeah, I, I thought this was one on regular yeah. time. Too. His oh, arms are tired. His me arms are tired. Didn't even that. want to rush through this yeah, one. Me too. Um, well, I started on one and a half, and then I realized I needed to slow it down yeah, a little bit. For sure. Need to fully grasp what the fuck was going on in this one. All right, let's move on. All right. Next. That's on you. Mm-hmm. So what? You only had. Cue cards for oh no here's the next group of oh cards. no my bad it's one card this episode well, fraught with controversy it's five cards but four and a half of the cards are why 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 the fuck why I want to get something out of the way right away this guy we've done this guy before correct yeah he's okay, the guy went across yeah, yeah. Antarctica I get it I for some reason and I don't know why I was convinced the guy that went across Antarctica had an accent. No, that was the guy who rode across. Um, it was a different guy, the guy who walked rode, across China. No, who ro- also there was a. I thought there was a guy who rode a, not this guy, but a different rower who was British or something. Either way, I, and then his name came up, Colin O'Brady, and I was like, "Yeah, this is the guy." The English- this is the guy. Yeah, but it is. But it was. He this has no is accent, the guy so who claimed like, to go across Antarctica when we know very well that he traversed the fucking farthest edge of it. Of the wall. Not even getting close to the ice wall. He did a little corner. This was the guy that nearly lost his tent in that video that he had. Remember? And he was like, yeah, if I lose my tent, I'm dead. That, that's him, right? Is it that guy? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, right. no, no, yes, no, yes, no, yes. no, no, no. Hold you, on. Are you mixing up the yeah. guy in Tibet? No. Yeah. That's the guy no, in Tibet. It's that, not. Yes. No. No, no. no, you're right. If this guy's tent blows away. Yes, he dies. He gets dropped off by like a uh, plane or something, right? Yeah, and, then and he, he cries. He, I remember and he him, cries. Yeah. And then he starts his trek because he's got all the shit in his, he's carrying like 300 pounds of gear in well, his sled behind sled. him. Yeah. 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 But yeah, then, yes, he, then skis. he sets up his video camera and his tripod to show him setting up the tent and it nearly blows away. Okay. And he says... I would have died. Yeah, that was I the previous that. episode. Yeah, so okay, this is sure. the guy for sure. This yeah. is that guy. Fine. 
Absolutely. But then there was also the guy who we just listened to who also had a little cart thing. Yeah, who walked who across, walked across China, China, China. And he and also had a thing with his tent, didn't he? He had a story about his tent, yes. Oh, I thought his tent almost blew it away. It is not that guy. No, we know it's not that yeah. guy. Yeah. But this guy came on. I, I think he came on because of the controversy, but he's pushing his latest why endeavor. Oh, as in, why are you doing this? Correct. So he, he claims he's doing it to suffer because he, he wants to really enjoy the good times. But No, uh, he's got a shit home life. <laughs> well, he's going to climb a mountain with her now. Oh, fuck. Dude, this guy's home life sucks 100%. There's no way that he just gets back from the Antarctic. Some random rower calls him. He's like, do you want to row from Chile to the Antarctic? Yeah, no, that sounds... Uh... But for, for the, uh, the controversy part of it is he claims to have done his... Yeah, he's the first person to do cross. what he did. He wrote a book about his imaginary trek across the Antarctic. Yeah, and then that's when people started calling him on shit because no, no, of this it was, guy. It was, it was one person. Yeah, it was a National Geographic article, right? Aaron Teasdale, that Joe immediately was like, "Must be freelance. This guy's must be a freelancer." Who's now on Twitter on the backlash because this uh, guy Colin said, as a result of this article, he started getting a lot of hate. Mm. And the whole thing is ridiculous. Colin's that, getting a lot of hate, or this reporter no, the guy that reported this. He, he's now getting hate as a result of the Joe Rogan experience experience, and he wants to go on and debate. Just of the oh, Joe Brady. Rogan experience, right? He's not getting hate because of us. I'm not telling yet. you right now. If he goes on and debates this guy, I'm not listening to that episode. Who's debating who? The Colin O'Brady is going to debate the, the reporter. On Rogan? No, he said Rogan put me on or on his Twitter or something. But Ugh. what is going on in your life that he says you did what? Oh, you didn't exactly do what you said you did. That's the issue. Not only that. Oh, you didn't exactly do the thing nobody cares you did. Exactly. That's exactly what Who I'm saying. Who gives a fuck? That's like, what I'm saying. Shut the fuck up. And this guy says he did three months of research, which is even worse. I prefer the guy just call bullshit on Dude, Colin I Brady. Picture, I picture him. Researching to see, did you actually say what you said that you didn't matter? three months of research you mean masturbating and eating cheetos then when his wife comes in pulling up the tab like oh just plotting the course in the antarctic and he's an apparent mountaineer so the issue is that the world's gone so bad that mountaineers and expeditionists are trying to cancel each other i mean even then what do you i just don't get it i didn't get any of it i don't get it i don't get this guy i mean i think what he did i think the whole trip is stupid but fuck national geographic man semantic motherfuckers like what unassisted assisted like go fuck yourself i think it's i think all these things are now more like huffington post you know what i mean it's just they have a bunch of writers who submit articles and stuff it's just crazy it's national geographic like go back to posting african chicks with saggy tits and move Uh, the fuck on why are you arguing with this guy about about native boys with three dicks and shit yeah why are you arguing with this asshole about his trek across the antarctic like and what skin does National Geographic have in the game? That was my whole, well, the whole I think, time. I think Kamar's point may be valid. Like, how does that get by an editor? Maybe it's just like at this point, it's the Wild West and everybody's just doing whatever the fuck they want. But even then, is the argument that they're trying to sell magazines by creating some like controversy? No, is that I the think argument? it's nothing to do with the magazine. It probably has to do with the website and they just needed content and they don't have any. So Ugh. they're fucking out there clickbaiting, what, you know? But will people for the rest of history debate, did he cross it 
but Simon, hold on. Time, like, that's who my, cares? That's my Nobody question. Nobody ever will, Kamar. Simon, that's my question, though. Clickbait has to make you click on it. Like, if you see the headline, National Geographic, this guy didn't actually walk across Antarctica. Like, you're we're, not going to be like, we're talking about read that. National Geographic. So I just don't, like, unless they're finding orangutans using spears or somebody actually finds Bigfoot, like. No, but that's the type, of, you know what? That's the type of journalism that is criticizing a YouTube channel that, that does a, says they do something outrageous and then they, uh, Journalists exposes that they didn't exactly go into the bank with no clothes on the bank knew they were going to come in or something like that. We effect. found out it wasn't actually Mentos. They put some uh, some chlorine inside. He Coke. went. This reporter went into this guy's trek and broke it down as a, he said this, but what he actually did was this, and that's inexcusable in this world that no one cares about. Well, that's the biggest thing. Yeah. What's crazy to me is that someone took time out of their life to research this guy's trek the other guy's trek, and then write an article about it. Like, the only thing more boring than walking across, across the Antarctic is writing a fucking article, def, de, like, trying to... Oh, no, there's ugh. one more thing more boring is writing a book about your trek across the Antarctic. That's the... Dude, that had me the whole time. What? I was thinking, I was like, day one, I walked. There's white. It was cold. Day two, still cold. Still white. Like, thought I saw a polar bear. It, no polar it bear. Wasn't. Yeah, like, and what it was was uh, 20 years ago, I think he was Icelandic or something. A guy crossed with a fucking sail, Pulgium. Yeah. Which is so much more badass. So that guy is cooler. Not only cooler, I love that he's like, He's like, I planned this out for three months. Oh, and you didn't feel like bringing a sail, like the Norwegian guy, and doing this the smart way? No, no, because he was trying to do unassisted. The guy did assisted. I get it's, it. it's fine. It's all good. But I'm saying that guy's trek is the basis to criticize O'Brady's claims. Mm -hmm. And I, I imagine that guy is somewhere in the world, and he never has to buy a steak in a restaurant again until O'Brady books come out. Listen, I got to tell it's, you this. He beat him, and then he got this article written. Until O'Grady, O'Brady, O'Brien, whatever the fuck his name is, until he walks, like, directly across the Antarctic, as in, like, I'll start at Chile, and I'll end up at the other end near, like, I don't know, however the fuck this works, New Zealand. Like, I want to see him at the center of the Antarctic holding a compass where North is yeah, just fucking... He, he can't do that. Nobody's allowed to do that. Yeah, so then guess what? Because my level of care is lower Matt, than ever. This has been my point of contention the whole fucking time. I, dude, I couldn't, I know. I said that when he was first on. This guy, who cares? So Let, that's the controversy. Let's talk a little bit about his newest That's endeavor. what I'm saying. So that was the controversy. We okay. Bunt that We're up. through it. That's We're it. done. Okay. Tie a little bow it's, it, around it's, that. It's still ongoing, but that's what it's Let's talk about started. this new why. Why? 26 hours uh, spooning with another man. He said that. Shitting in buckets right in front. He said like, that. Why the fuck, man? For what purpose? To, to learn, what? To what end? To learn what suffering is. But hold on. He also, this is this is the thing that got me. He never, there was no like, we set a record rowing they from Chile. They paid us $2 million. Just give me a why. Sure. That's, I don't care. If you, if you say we did this and they paid, good for fucking you, man. I get it. You know what I mean? But I don't get it. He loves to challenge himself and write a book about it. Sorry. You hear that? 
No, I can't. You can't hear that? No, you're turned up louder oh. than I am. Okay. 26 hours spooning with another man. Listen, there's no re. 26 hours? What do you mean? There's 24 hours Well, in the it day. was nine hours on, nine hours off, wasn't it? But I don't know where he's getting the 26 hours uh, Have you guys seen footage of it? No, because I don't care. Let's go back to you not knowing that the day has 24 hours in it. <laughs> Let's stop right there. No, no. Let's not get too far past your 26-hour day. He hates spooning I, so much that it, at two extra hours comes out of this nowhere. This is so shitty yeah. that they're adding hours onto my day. The trip took how long? Yeah, a week or whatever? I'm, I'm just joking with oh, you, man. You got just, me. Just you got joshing me. with you. Josh. It's all good. I don't need you to break down your fucking semantic argument of 26 hours. Again, I just can't figure out like any of this. I don't understand this gentleman. The question you are looking for is a simple one. It's three letters, it ends in Y, and it starts with WH. Way? That's it. <laughs> Way, Kamar. Way to fucking go. Oh, and then this is the fucking cherry on the cake. He's now getting his wife to risk her life for no apparent noise. No, I told you, his home life sucks. And if he's not able to not be at home doing bullshit, so we, then he's like, I'm going to kill this woman. We, hate, we don't like Alex Hanhold, but at least he has the common sense to be like, don't come anywhere near me, girlfriend. You know what I mean? No, like, not only that. Hamhold's like... She has to stay in the car. Hamhold's like, don't be near me. That's what I'm and saying. And if someone in this relationship is going out because they're not happy, it's me on my terms. He's not like, why don't you uh, go up the mountain? And even then, when Joe's like, seems like it's fraught with... Uh, Bodies? No pun intended? No, but even then, when Joe's like, it seems really commercialized, he's like, oh, no, it's fine. We're going to go up the other side. No one goes up that doesn't have ropes. Like, no. yeah, I got this bitch. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? And then we're going to the dark side of the moon. Uh, the only thing I think is suspect is that it has to be Everest. She should just climb any mountain. But I think it's more that. She, well, I think she has climbed other mountains. He's never. I don't think she has. Oh, yeah. I guess he, he, he said, said yeah, she bad, was not bad. just a beginner. But she's more like, I want to go with you guys and see what you guys are doing. Yeah. And he's like, no, why don't let's just take you to Everest. <laughs> he uh, reiterates. You know, some of the people don't make it up. <laughs> He reiterates what he's done. Like he's gone to every pole back and forth. And yeah. Like you name it. And it's just, uh, yeah. I don't know. It's Let me ask to, you this. Just to do motivational speech speeches for kids. That's why. What parallel do we live at? 55th? 59th per- parallel or something like that? Pretty shitty for six months of the year, right? You'd have to be a fucking maniac or have a terrible home life to want to go further north. <laughs> Actively. It's true. And then to want to write about it. He's just an explorer, a wanderer. I got to say, though, um, so it's pitch black in the middle of the night. They're rowing out by Antarctica. In no. terrible weather. Were they with the boats? Where was he getting to? From, From Chile, Chile to, Antar- to Antarctica. Okay, so right. So he's close to the Antarctic, which is rife with um, UFOs. And he didn't see any. So I don't know what that says. <laughs> but he also never made it to the middle of uh, the Antarctic, which we know is a giant hole leading to hollow earth. So, and it, and it got funded by discovery channel, but it's a new show called, will they die? <laughs> is that what it's called? No, oh. yeah, I made that up. Kamar's riffing. Gotcha. But, sorry. But cause they, like he said, they had, they had the option of a boat being there in hot showers if they wanted to stop. But no, but we had to suffer through it. It's uh something's who hurt him yeah i don't get it this is my question though i didn't so he takes they rode to the antarctic and then he walks across the antarctic again no or no. they just rode there and rode they just back? Ro- i don't think they row back they did not row back yeah that's 
Yeah. We didn't get that part of the podcast. Well, they didn't talk about it. They didn't talk about it. So he rows there and what? And then I guess and then a helicopter picks them well, up. Well, yeah, you're not going to row all the way back for no reason. You can't. You don't want to row for all no the way back. For no reason. Why did you row there? I don't know, man. I don't know. The second I said it, Matt, I knew it. I was like, they rode there for no reason. We did it. We rowed. Yeah. We shitting buckets. Yeah. We, we, we could do anything. <laughs> you already knew that. Yeah. I, 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 there's, there's no rhyme or reason. He didn't ask him about what happened to the boat. Where's the boat now? How'd they get out of there? Who the fuck cares where the boat is? My level of caring for anything going on in this guy's life is so low. I hope his wife figures out that he's trying to kill her and that she doesn't go to Everest. This guy's like an Oscar Pistorius on just a much deeper, more methodical level. A way longer con. Yeah. Um, and he has legs. <laughs> and, or he's gay. And Maybe that's six it. guys were like, "Let's fuck." <laughs> they could have wrote it. They, they could have wrote it like an hour and a half. Yeah. yeah. Thank God for Rogan because otherwise, where does a guy who does like a useless endeavor like this get any play at all? On Discovery Channel. Nobody watches Discovery it's, Channel. It's going to be on. It was funded by Discovery Channel. Yeah. The cool thing was how they had solar power for something Did on the, the boat. Desalinator. Yeah, yeah, for water. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that reminds me. We got to get on the piss shit and the post show. Okay. Piss shit water. That's what you told me about. The piss shit. Piss shit. Yeah, I was right about that one. Piss in a pot. I mean, listen. We'll, we'll talk about it. On I know you don't show. like when I'm right, so it's going to be a well, tough Well, no, I just, I need a, my other brother-in-law works for a water desalination plant, and I'd love to bring him into the conversation. Oh, my God. Bring him another. <laughs> I'd love to, I'd love to uh, bring in my own expert on this <laughs> one, if you don't mind, Matt. I just, uh, just ease him into the Reddit, and we'll go from there. I'm just wondering who on the Reddit and the qualifications they possess, you know? That's all I'm saying. He said he works in. Fair enough. So, you know, we could do a whole Graham Hancock, um, Who's the... Uh, oh, my God. Who Debate? cares? Yeah, who's that guy? You lost me. The, um, the Why would you go with Hancock? Who, Why couldn't you? could have gone with Stephen and just, Gary. Just hold on. Who proves everything wrong? Oh, oh Michael uh, Mal... Not Malice. Um, you know who I'm talking about because he brings an expert on and Graham Hancock brings an expert on. It was the biggest fucking shit fest yeah, ever yeah. on Rogan. And they all called their experts. Cluster fuck, yeah. And then I think they had a guy on the phone too, so it was yeah. like... That's what I said. They all called their own experts, remember? Yeah, right, exactly. Terrible. But uh, Hancock also had in studio with him... Michael uh, Shermer. Shermer, thank oh, you. Come on. God, had in studio Rand oh. Randall Carlson with him, I believe. Yeah. So it was... Uh, there was a lot going on. Yeah, but uh, so yeah, the controversy is that this guy Aaron Teasdale and uh, Colin Brady are going to duke it out on the show. Aaron Teasdale, but I think uh, the guy that wrote the article. I think Colin O'Brady has uh, Joe on his side. No. I think he has me on his side. But I, it's well, not, dude. Why are you wasting your time trying to? This isn't going to be a game changer. Debunk thing. this guy crossing across Antarctica. Like, you, like, you, do it. You do it, and then say. You did what he did or whatever. I'm just surprised this guy proofread his article and didn't just throw it in the trash. Like, have you ever written an angry email response no, and then just deleted the whole thing? Never, Matt. Actually? Actually. You've never written out an angry email response and then deleted it? No. No, oh, I do that all the time. Weird. That's interesting that you get that far and then have the common sense to not uh, send it. I just would never... So no, because when I used to place. work, there's a certain. I used to work for a company where I had to send like so many emails. You had to just send angry emails. No, no, the, just let me finish. 
I had to send so many emails in general and I'd get so many angry emails that what I started doing was as my own like catharsis, I would just start writing. I would actively start writing out an angry response, like the real response I wanted to send. And then I would just trash it and, and write my canned response. Like, thank you so much for your feedback. Interesting. Yeah. So I write a lot of, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I would have just like, there's no way this guy didn't proofread his fucking article and then be like, why did I do this? No, he, it was all to, to, it was all for clickbait, man. Terrible, terrible, Doesn't useless clickbait. Doesn't make sense. Hey, nothing makes sense anymore. Just making a mess, huh? He's just trying to fucking player hate. True, true player hater. So is that it for Colin? That's, I mean, we hate this guy that much, huh? No, there's no, no, well, no, 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 I feel for him now that he's been, someone's going after him. Listen, I agree. I don't, I I don't hate him again. He seems like a nice enough guy. I just, why on earth is this something we're talking about on Rogan? Because he hates his wife. That, well, that's the only other option is Colin O'Grady wife hater. No, because I was going to say the only other option is that he does this via, uh, like jail phone in full garb because he's murdered his wife and then that's his only other way on the joe rogan experience it doesn't that's it we're all scoffing at matt and next thing we know there's going to be this whole like he shot her through the door (laughs) exactly you said it he likes uh inspiring young children and he said god that sounds creepy eh? he looked at um uh experiences a one or a ten ten being the best thing you could do one being the worst and bounce around there. I feel like I've been out of five for about four years. <laughs> Let me hold on. I want to go back to that, though. He likes inspiring kids. Young children. To what? Young children. But hold on. Here, just hear me out. So 20 years from now, what? There's just going to be a bunch of kids to, meandering to, around the Antarctic with no fucking doing uh, useless things that are really hard for no apparent reason at all. I think more of the uh, overriding message would be you can do anything you put your mind to. You can do the dumbest shit you put your mind to. Uh, yeah, I, again, I have a problem with the message. The hardcore, hardcore experience to pa- pass it on. A, but, I have a uh, problem with the message there. No, really. Like I, I, I mean, I have a problem with the young children thing. It just sounded creepy. Inspiring, diddling, just whatever. Young, that, that whole thing sounded weird. But Just for the listeners, Kamar's pounding back a four loco. <laughs> it's, nine, it up. it's 9 a.m. on a Sunday. Huh. Go ahead, Simon. I lost my train of thought. Just rate the episode. Let's be done with this fucking two. Because of the controversy, I give it a three. Be- you couldn't even call this a controversy. I wish I hadn't already thrown my cards away. Because I would have <laughs> fucking ripped them he, up. He picks them up, rips them L- up, and throws to them me, back lads. down. Uh, going into this, I was like, we've already been over this guy. He was on the show a year ago, say, you know, that we, we came to the same conclusion two times reviewing him. But when I found out that he was the victim of this stupid reporter, I now the victim. It's good to know if somebody writes a negative review about you, Kamar gives you an extra one to two points in ratings. I'm just trying well, to, you no, know. I now have empathy for him that he's like, I was like, well, you did uh, good enough for me to say, do whatever you do and write a book about it. Like, mm-hmm. uh, where does this guy get off? I mean, really, I guess I should read his book. Maybe he had like a bunch of crazy ass adventures on his trip. I just don't remember him talking about them. Well, maybe he's got the Annie Letterman. 
Not any. Lieberman. Oh, right. He didn't want to give up. away any information because he needed to sell books later but on. But he didn't he even want to saw the edge of the earth, but he didn't want it. Yeah, that's the kind of the end of the book. He went right to the hole. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Well, maybe I'm missing out. If anybody reads it and they do find Hollow Earth, please let me know. Okay, rate it. We did. I didn't. Oh. Did you rate it? Yeah, I gave it three and it was a controversy. Oh, that's right. I gave yeah. it a two yeah. and you? Oh, I guess. Oh, my God. I fucking hate this. I'll give it a two, but it doesn't deserve it. Don't listen to this. Do yourself a favor. What? <laughs> Don't listen to this. Oh, no. It's a definitive for me. Do not listen to this. And then, But again, final thoughts on this guy. I don't think he's a bad dude. I just think he's a little misguided. And if you really want to know what this guy's about, you can just go back like three months and not listen to the first time he was on. Definitely don't that one listen fucking to that sucks one either. Too. Yeah. Yeah. It had to be he reached out for Joe. Oh, for I sure. Said, Joe, I've been uh, wrong by this guy. I was wondering if you could, uh, if I could do a quick one. And Oh, that's the other reason it was a three. Hour and a half. It was only an hour and a half. Are we done with this guy, if, though? Oh, Not oh. us. I mean, is Joe? Like, is this it? Well, unless he does some other... S- well, no, because he bring- he'll bring his wife on. Or if you're to bring on Aaron Teasdale. Okay, that is not happening. I don't think so. If that happens, I'm I'm it's actually not, if that happens, I'm done with JRE and JRE. You should walking away from both. Give that another thought because I don't even know where you got that from. What? That he's gonna have this guy on to for the these two to argue? Because he's saying the guy the the reporter tweeted Joe saying have me on, let's debate. I don't think Joe would have that guy on. I don't think so either, but. He had James DeMoron or whatever that guy's name was because they know each other. He asked if they're done. He will we'll never see him again. I can't promise you that. Matt. I well, can't I mean, we've learned this that. week that you should never say never and that we know nothing. So that's I, fine. I agree. I don't know if he'll be on again. I just don't think it'll be because of that. If he comes on again, it'll be because he's climbed Mount Everest with his wife and they've written another book about it and he'll be on to talk or about that. Or he climbed that. Mount Everest with his wife. She died. National Geographic wrote about his I was going to say, or he's murdered his wife, gotten off, been acquitted, and wants to come on and tell his story. Well, let me tell you, if that happens, I'm all for another um, visit to JRE. Well, see, this is sad because now we're we're pretty much saying the only way we want this guy back on is if he murders his wife. We're kind of hoping that he murders his wife. (laughs) The one thing I was thinking, though, is he could have had drones. He could have brought two little drones and filmed himself. The, the, he was so then we about would a, have a different view of us not giving a well, shit we, about we, what he's doing. We'd have more. Um, that's good. Supportive that's evidence from to say he he did <laughs> what he fuck did. Yourself, Simon. But the lesson learned from this is if you're gonna tran- transverse across Antarctica, you better uh, cross Span your T's and dot thing. your eyes and do exactly what you say. You say you're doing. Stupid. But that to me, it's like this guy's fighting him on the whole wrong thing. Don't fight him on the fact that. Um, he it was unassisted or assisted fight him on the fact that he says he's crossing antarctica the antarctica well, and he's Simon. not doing that was, he's traversing a small corner of it if it you was, really want to be on joe rogan you do all the planning you go out and you walk across the middle allowed or not what do you mean you're not allowed are you telling me there's people patrolling that yeah well, yes. I'd like that's the story it's, I want. It's the I want him to say I tried to walk the Arctic force and they ride around on polar bears and they're badass motherfuckers. 
Are you done? Dude, that would be so much fun. Yeah, eh? Come I, on. I, I in my world, Matt, it. that's how it is. Oh, in your world, a lot of stuff the is The polar it is. force. It's because he said he was the first to do something. It's the so best force. Done it all, someone had done it already and we're off to the races. We should quickly just mention before we go to break that like it really takes some balls to from from the fucking comfort of your couch to be like this fucking guy claiming he's the first. You're not doing jack shit. Yeah, like well, I'm not. I don't care. He's good to me. Either way. It's a three. Just got off the phone with the economy. <laughs> <laughs> jobs, poor dev. Great jobs. Tall jobs. Steve, Steve jobs. jobs. All right. We're going to take, take a, a break. break. Yeah, we'll take a break. Uh, we'll uh, jinx. maybe pay a bill and uh, we'll be right back. Hey, gang, if you are in Ottawa, be sure to check out our sponsor for this podcast, Ward 14. Ward 14 is Ottawa's first and only consignment bar. That's right. Everything inside the bar is for sale. The bar stools, the bar tops, the board games, the fish. I don't know about the fish, but everything pretty much is for sale in this bar. They have a lovely food menu. They have uh, great specialty drinks. The staff are awesome. Uh, it's a quaint little place. So if you're looking for a place to go in Ottawa, it's in the heart of Ottawa's Little Italy. Check them out. Ward 14, 139 Preston, right beside the fire station. Uh, Ward 14, sweet little consignment bar. Check them out if you are in Ottawa. Thanks so much. Number, episode. So Kamar looks at me. Are we live? Yeah. Kamar looks at me outside and says... Um, Imagine we were rowing across uh, the ocean and we had to, I had to spoon you for nine hours at a time. You thought you had a problem with the MRI machine? <laughs> <laughs> it's a real sacrifice that guy made. <laughs> oh, man. Shout out to Colin O'Brien. Shout out to Kamara. Fuck. Oh, Brady. There you go. All right. Uh, number, I don't know, but it's Yoga Ray. What was the number? Okay? You're not going to you know? get the number. I, don't, I, didn't, I didn't write it down. Listen, I listened to this one at like four o'clock this morning. Well, what was the number of the last 1430. one? 1430. There we go. I don't think I even said the number of the last one. Just Appreciate it. The last one was 1429. <laughs> there you go. Good, <laughs> thanks, Kay. Maybe you should take that over too. <laughs> oh. Soon you won't even need me anymore. Uh, That's not true. Right. That will never be true. <laughs> Yoga Ray. Number whatever Kamar said. The complete opposite of everything uh, Green said. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It's kind of interesting, though, just from an MMA point of view, listening to him and Joe talk about, like, Eddie getting his belt against Hoyler. And I went and watched that video. Like, it's a, they were there for these mo Like, we look at these guys as, well, do, you know. Joe welled up and oh, had trouble time. getting through that. If you oh, watched yeah, it. I didn't watch it. Oh yeah, he got emotional. Yeah, I just th I thought that was cool. How uh, I just thought it was neat going back and looking at Eddie that young and that situation and like that made him. It was very cool. Man. It's so cool, yeah. and that is documented. Yeah, it's well, it's and funny too because you hear so many people online like Joe Rogan shouldn't even be a commentator on the UFC. This guy's trash. What? Like, no, you know, hey, you hear a lot of that. Yeah, he loves it. He just loves it. That is garbage. Well, it, all I'm saying is like this guy's been around for legendary shit yeah and like back backdoor legendary shit you know what i mean like this is, wasn't this in brazil or something it yeah, was he did he yeah. declared what i've always claimed is that eddie is his best friend well he said brian was his best friend. no no day. no no he says so a brian lot of people is are his one, best friends no, he declared eddie is my best friend who brian cares is he's, one an of old, his he's best a man friends. when you dude 
best friend. Get the fuck out of here. What are just we, confirm what I've been saying. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm glad you got your confirmation. Uh, so he was a monk. This guy was everything. What wasn't this guy? It might he was be a easier straight to... edge, uh, vegan, punk rock star. Dude, first. that story he tells about the van rolling up after the show at the end yeah. is fucking nuts. Yeah, sorry to jump ahead. That's my final note. But <laughs> I was wondering. I was like, "Are we going? Are we done?" Well, he just said it. I don't know. No, no. We'll 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 get everything in between. But come on, that was a fucking crazy story, man. And the fact that this guy is so calm and peaceful still that he was just chanting while he was getting let me just say this: the baseball bat. It was a fucking. It was a comedy sketch. It's literally, it has everything. He's sitting there because it starts with him, like the way he told it, like, I just started saying, I am a son of Vishnu and I will not be harmed. And you think like, it's one of those things where you're like, this is going to work. This, he's going to get out of this. Yes. And then he's like, and then they just started beating me yes. mercilessly. Oh, I, and I was it's like, so funny because I, I thought the exact same yeah. thing. I thought this was going to go a totally different Every, way. All the chanting. gangsters or gang members were going to stand out. Yeah. And go, oh, fuck. That's what I was like. And oh my God, other. it's going to be a kumbaya. I was like, I can't believe this guy's telling no. this kumbaya moment I, story. I didn't think like that. I thought they would just look at him and be like, this guy's weird. We'll just let him be. But they were like, no, this guy's weird. <laughs> no. Let's kick the shit like, out of him. Let's beat him up. Dude, so bad that they're like, yo, girls, get in here with the baseball bats and help us beat crazy this too. And he's like, dude. and I thought there were women <laughs> yeah. coming to save me with bats. And then I realized it's their girlfriends. I'm, I'm telling you, I was like, this is the best comedy sketch anyone's ever written. Like <laughs> because of all the spirituality he's talked about. Yeah. You keep thinking yeah. Vishnu's gonna come in and save nope. the day. Yeah, wrong. Anyone more. wrong. Then, so they're all gone. And he's walking up to the guy working at the gate and he goes, You need to call the police. Yeah. And he's covered head to no blood again. He goes, I'm busy. Yeah. <laughs> like Vishnu is. Oh, oh dude. I was and like, his demeanor. Wrong. <laughs> yeah, wrong. Yeah. Wrong. You would think someone would have some sort of crazy PTSD from this incident. I'm pretty sure he has crazy PTSD. Oh, no, man. This he's fucking one. Oh, man. That's hilarious. I mean, this guy takes yoga to a fucking whole other level. Yeah. Do you guys believe in like whatever you want to call it, the universe, call it whatever, sending people to you at certain times in your life when you need them or when you need, you, you know, what I mean, information, people who impart things on you, you buy into that? What well, the, has it ever happened to you, either of you? I believe in the simulation, so I definitely would believe that that has to be. And I've had that shit in my life. Yes, 100%. But their simulation is formed by every interaction we had to get here. Learning lessons from people who are teaching you love you or hate you. But learning a lesson, just that's what we're made up of. I didn't understand any Me of that. Me either. Everyone who teaches Wrong. you. Every, <laughs> ev- everyone who, that's hilarious. Everyone who teaches you <laughs> along your way of development makes you who you are. Yeah. Yes, I'm with yeah, you. Yeah, I'm with you. Now. Go yeah. in and take a teacher out. You're a different. Yeah, yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, entity or whatever. That, that, I mean, that's. But what, what he's saying. saying is, but what he's saying is, do you think that they're sent there specifically? He, what you're saying is like it's random. So if you don't meet that person, you don't. That knowledge isn't imparted on you. What Simon's saying is, do you believe that the universe specifically at times is like he needs <laughs> this person in order to get back on his path or to get where he's going? Basically, what you're saying is, do you believe in fate? Kind of something more than fate because something is guiding yeah but that's kind of fate i would say that you're destined to a certain that you can't change i mean that's clearly what ray thinks 
Well, for sure. Like, Ray is 100%. You can't change. You are on a path that is... Well, Kamara and I were talking about this the other day because I had, like, a moment of, you know... Is there really any such thing as free will? Like I had that internal debate with myself where I was like, I get it. Some things, you know, you may do and it may affect. I do this and it affects that. But how do you know that the whole thing isn't just a predetermined and no matter what you do, even if you do do those things and it changes those things, that was the... The predetermination, like it, well, that's Sam Harris's can, argument. I know that's what you haven't I said read free will, but yeah, that's Sam Harris's. But argument. I've heard him argue sure, that sure, yeah. point. You know, I, I get. You should read it though. It's I a forty-five minute audio book. Oh, is that it? That's it. Yeah. I should read it or listen to it. Rather. You should, yeah. yeah. Um, but that's his argument. Is like you grow, like where you grow up, basically dictates who you become, which means that down the road you don't have a choice in the choice you make. It's just. See, and I'm not sure we're like I. I know I what, you're, what saying, you're saying, but I'm saying that's he takes it to that level deeper, where you know, through circumstance, you just are who you are, and that you don't, in the end of the day, have a choice in the choice you make. Because it's, I get what you're saying; it's just a predetermined path. But. Don't you think that's where uh, Brian Green and his beliefs bisect, like come together? Kind of. Well, that was the thing is when you said that that they don't jive at all. I kind of disagreed. I felt like there were there were areas where they did come together somewhat somewhat like even in i don't know even when he was talking about how like there's just things so much bigger than us that we can't comprehend like that all kind of resonated with me where well, i was he like was i can talking get down about with that souls on the sun yeah but kamar it's like you mentioned like so many episodes ago the end of men in black where like it zooms out of the earth and it gets far <laughs> enough out of the universe where it's just a marble being played by like such a bigger being that mm -hmm. like I think that's kind of what this guy was getting at, that the things the things around us could be so much bigger than us. We could be literally, the universe we live in could be a grain of sand and a much bigger thing. That sort of idea. And that maybe the grain of sand in our world is a universe unto itself. Yada, yada, yada. Ad infinitum. Sure. I just think he would disagree with um, the thought of the particles eventually ending, ceasing to exist. I'm probably with you there. You yeah. know what I mean? Well, but I guess well, no. Ray would say that we're stardust and we go back to being stars, which is kind of what that guy said too. Brian Hold on Green. though. Yeah. But he said eventually it will just stop. But Kamar, in a way, Ray was saying that because he was saying that we've gotten so far away from like the spirituality of, you know what I mean? Like there used to be these kind of like, I, I thought Simon was going to jizz himself listening to this guy because he was like, there used to be powerful beings on earth that could, yeah, look, Simon well, is going to jizz don't himself. Get me, you'll get me started, man. <laughs> okay, fine. Either way, my point is, is Ray was kind of going on that track. Like we're going so far away from where we were. We're getting that it dumber. Could, we're, he said we could, were getting. Yeah, but that it could all end. Sorry, not to cut you off. He said point. we were getting dumber. Uh, more disconnected. Yeah. <clears throat> Go ahead, Simon. Nothing. I, uh, Nothing. We're, we're not there yet. I did like when he said, I was 147 pounds wet with a crystal in my pocket. Yeah. <laughs> oh, when he went up to the guy who's stealing to his car. To choke him out, yeah. the guy with his car. It, yeah. it, all these stories of violence and reaction. And well, I mean, he's, uh, he's, he was a fighter. But that's what he forgot to mention, too. He's was a like, mixed martial artist. But he was like, Sorry. I, went up, I went up to the guy robbing my car, and I was so calm. It's like... Yeah, because it wasn't a gang of people with their bat-wielding girlfriends, so you felt a little more comfortable one-on-one, -on -one, Ray. Well, we don't know when in sequence that happened. Oh, we do. No, for sure. The club happened first. The club was way earlier it was? in his yeah. okay. career. Sorry. 
Um, let's see. When he was talking about, okay, so I, I thought about this for a little bit. So straight edge. Yeah. Straight edge punk mm-hmm. or uh, whatever he was. Uh, what we, yeah, straight edge punk band. So it's straight edge mosh pits. Which to me is like the weirdest thing ever. No, it's the adrenaline of escaping getting no, a beating. No, because Simon, like I, so when I worked at Babylon or Ritual, there was so many of those straight edge hardcore shows or punk shows. Because they whatever. were all ages shows? Yeah, because a lot of them were all ages. Just getting angry out. Okay. And yeah, like Simon, I got to tell you, as violent and weird as the mosh pit was, they almost always pick each other up. And almost. like dust each other. Well, I mean, you see the listen. Unless there's it's almost, like a van, a guy pulls up in a van, and you know. Well, no. What I was gonna say is this: I feel like in every mosh pit, there's one person that is there to just hurt people. Yeah. Unless, I'm, unless I'm wrong, that's what I always I got. Can out argue of it. that stat. What are you looking at, Simon? I'm just. Oh, go ahead. I thought you guys were still talking. No, talk, no. Talk I like those. Yourselves. I like those salmon cards. Kamar, the craziest is they do this windmill dance. It's only a certain genre of like the hardcore scene. Yeah, 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 yeah. They do this thing where they just spin their arms like a fucking windmill and then kind of walk in circles, just trying to look like to like inflict maximum hammer fist pain. The only way to uh, beat that is just to bum rush them, just throw the shoulder. (laughs) Kamar throws the elbow. You you gotta go through the fist. Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. I like Like when he said uh, how when he started to think about where his happiness came from. Versus the ego, like, are you getting happy feeding the ego, or are you just getting happy doing things? Yeah. And uh, I really want to apply that more. Well, I, it's true, though. Almost everything you do, when you break it down, I bet, is for your ego. And it's to convince somebody else how cool you are, or, you know, like, even when you think you're doing something, I want to go buy a shirt because it makes me feel good. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? You're going to buy a shirt because, most probably, because you're trying to impress somebody, and that makes you feel good. Mm-hmm. And well, and when they go to ashrams, and he discovers that he's got money, he sees these guys with nothing, and you figure out how to be happy. You know what I mean? You don't just sit. I'm in an ashram. My life sucks. Like this is the worst. I, I guess some some people would, but well, I guess for him it was just figuring out that he can have absolutely nothing and still find some sort of. I don't know. I mean, listen, all the power to the guy. I don't. I don't know. I like this. I don't know. You know what I've been thinking a lot about is these people who were trapped on the cruise ship mm-hmm. in the rooms that had no windows, no balconies. So you're literally in this box. You a prison. A prison. Yeah. Well, thanks. That's pretty much it. Okay. But it's sorry. I didn't no, no, mean to no, no, step no, no, on no, your... no, no, it's fine. So you're in this prison because that, that'll help my point. But a prison, you've done something wrong. Do you know what I mean? You're, yeah, you're being, being punished. punished. Yeah. Here, Here you're, you paid for you're it. an innocent fucking person, and they are. So you're in there three weeks, whatever, how long they were caught. And I was trying to put myself in that position. So, you know, let's say you're a smoker, whatever, your your vices are out the window. You're, yep. you're fucked there. Me, who's claustrophobic, it would be incredibly horrible. Like, did anybody commit suicide? Like, I just. What do you do? What do you do in that position when you're like you have no out? You know what I mean? And you're Well, it's simple. You have to uh, you have to you have to sit on the bed for 2 minutes and you have to sit there and go this is what I get for booking a cruise. You have to do that. There's yeah, nothing But that doesn't help you. I get you know? it. That, but you have to take you have to sit there for a moment and take some responsibility. I guess that's the only solace I can find in that is that You'll never book a cruise I won't ever. Be in that that's position what I'm unless they're like, I don't know, you know. 
it's not like in a live scenario because like a lot of people like you don't fly so again you don't have to worry about an alive scenario right kamar and i fly so we occasionally if i ever fly over a, a large snowy mountain have to worry that hey if we crash i might be eating the guy in four c's anus mm-hmm. in two weeks which is such a weird conversation to have because we're all much more likely to get killed in a car accident, which we do all the time than yep. any of us. Yep. You or me who doesn't fly yep. being in a plane. It's crash, a rational right? theory. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, anyways. I think the, 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 the key is you have to show appreciation for stuff. You can Agre- see why something is bad, or you yeah. just have to appreciate. I got an extra roll of toilet paper for the next three days. On well, this I think ship. the more appreciation you can give in life, the better. You know. Oh, oh, well, this is what this guy's saying. Yeah, and this, the work he's done is, I feel, almost equivalent to what Brian Green's done. You know what I mean? Well, Simon, to go to Kamar's point, I think when you're locked on that cruise ship, you'd have to sit there and go, well. There's people still in way worse positions right now than I am. This isn't actually a prison. I will get out of this. Some way, somehow. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I mean, I, I wouldn't. It's tough to sit there in that scenario and be like, I'm thankful for this. This is a learning experience. You know what I mean? Like, I absolutely. There's a part of me that hates people that do that. Yeah, but that, that that's a better way to be. I get it, but listen. That doesn't help me get through get the confinement. Like, I get what you're saying, but mm-hmm. there's no... Um, me having a better added, well, I guess it, 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 yeah, it would help. You're right. It's like, like it's like this, Kamar. I, I envy the like uber religious people that even when atrocities happen to them, they still are like it's part of God's plan. And at the end of the day, I'm gonna find my way through it. You that, know what I mean? That, like, but that's because it's it, they said God, and then you get skeptical. But, but if my you point, said it was the universe's plan, would that be okay? But my point, Kamar, is just that like I it bothers me because I'm like I don't have that outlook of like, well, this is all for the positive. But you know, they're probably right at the end of the day. Like you're gonna make it through it. Whatever doesn't kill you makes you stronger. As stupid as that fucking cliche is, I mean. And we've just been existing for ever, eternity. There, it always has, always will be. Spirit, soul. What do you say? We, you don't have a body, you have a soul. Yeah. Well, you know what fucked me up about Kobe the most is when Kobe died. I think, I think this actually got most people the most, and they didn't ever think about it. When Kobe died, you knew that there was going to be like a week of big tributes and memorials, and then you knew that after that the world was going to go on. You know what I mean? Like people were just going to carry on. There was going to, a news cycle was going to continue. My point is this, is that if a guy as big as Kobe Bryant, when he dies only gets a week and is then basically, I don't want to say forgotten, but that's it. Then what happens when you die? You know what I mean? It's just like, there's a few people that are like, holy shit, this sucks. And then that's it. The world just goes this, on. This is and the I think marker. that's the toughest, that's the toughest pill to swallow. This is, is the that, marker. Cause the NBA just had their all-star weekend. Yeah. And they went all out for Kobe. Do you see how they did it? They played four different quarters. Each one was a game in itself. In each one, they gave $100,000 to charity, whoever won the quarter. Okay. And then I think in the third, at the end, they added uh, 24. Was that Kobe's number? Yeah. <clears throat> to the score, like as a tribute. Nice. So if there's something for him next year. Or if you know what I mean, but my point is still though, like, sure, he might. Live- I'm disagreeing with the, the, you're saying that this is what happens, and I'm saying if they tribute him next year, this is not what happens. No, I, I understand what you're saying, Matt. If 
even it, if he gets a tribute every year, even if they name a street after him, eventually, like it puts my, into perspective how, how small you are, you and that are, when you die, we're all tiny in the universe. You, you you'll be lucky if you get a couple of days out of your death. Yeah, well, yeah. I'm just saying that when you die, like you'd like to think that the world stops and that the people around you are, you know, just. But they, I mean, as much as they are, life goes the fuck on, Sister. and like people around you have passed, and you've you know, unfortunately dealt with it and you've moved the fuck on. That's why we're all sitting here and we're not in shambles because, you know, unfortunately you got to just roll with the punches and move on. But it's just, that was the thing that hit me with Kobe was like, because I, again, I wasn't a huge Kobe fan, but it was like this guy, as big as he was and as many people loved him and revered him and whatever, still only got his, you know, and like I said, yes, he'll get, he'll get a boulevard in LA named after him. He'll get, they'll be tributing him for the next 10 years. I'm with you, but you know what they'll do for you? No boulevards, no <laughs> tributes. It wouldn't matter. No, not not for three scummy fucks like us <laughs> riding Joe's coattails. No, uh, Yoga Ray, skeezy motherfuckers. <laughs> I, I, it was such an interesting bookend to Brian Green's because Brian Green was an, a, a nerdy guy. Yeah, admittedly, you know what I mean. Yeah, he, yeah. he said, "I I don't." There's lots of things I don't know. And uh, Yoga Ray is a completely visceral experience spirituality guy. Mm-hmm. And uh, both experts in their field. Obviously, I was way more partial to Yoga Ray's outlook on life and stuff than uh, Brian Green's. I almost felt him skeptical. Brian Green. Yeah. But skeptical of what? Of supernatural, of aliens. Of course of he was. Spirituality. They, the guys who are too stuck on the other side. But he's other, not stuck. He's just based. He's based in an evidence-based stuck. world. It's not stuck. It is stuck, Matt. How is it stuck, Simon? Because I just think you should have a much more open mind about things. I don't. I think you can be as staunch as you want about what you're doing on that side, and it doesn't mean that the other side doesn't exist. It just means that. But what is the other side? Just because he believes in quantum physics and and the math and all that doesn't mean that people can't have ESP. That's the the two things aren't mutually exclusive of each other. Like, what's with you and ESP lately? Well, I just watched the whole Third Eye Spies, and Jesus I've been thinking Christ. a lot about people who are able to do things that other people can't do, like access parts of their brain. I just, man. There's a, I know you're a believer in a lot of stuff. No, but Simon. there's just a lot of things out there, man. A lot of things that we don't understand. Just like there's a lot of things in physics we don't understand, and that's his job to figure that out. But that doesn't negate the other side. Well, that's and, all I'm saying. And their conclusions are like with the physicist is like it could be that. And uh, when Joe talks about, do you believe that these uh, spiritual guys had aliens? And he goes, it could. I am not saying it's not. I'm not saying it is. It could be. Brian Green said that? No. No, Yoga he just, Ray said he that. Said, Brian Green says no. And that's what I'm saying. That should be the answer. Yeah, but it hold on. But, be, but, Yoga Ray's, but Yoga Ray's whole thing from the jump was, I'll never say never. That's pretty much what he said. Yoga was, Ray is my kind of guy, he's man. He's my kind of guy, uh, for sure. I just feel like Brian Green was like just trying to say that the marvel that this all works is enough. There is no that's right. crazy stuff out yeah. there. And I think that's the tact a lot of the the really smart people take, smart in quotations, is that why are you going looking for woo-hoo when... When all this is woo-hoo as fuck. Is, is amazing on its own. And I agree with that. I'm Again, I'm not negating the amazingness of quarks and quantum mechanics. 
because I believe in ghosts and spirits. It, yeah, but Simon, one is here's not. My, here's my problem. What's weird to me is that you find it like, like you don't find it more crazy that, or maybe you do. I don't know. I just think it's the thought that there's no aliens out there is crazier to me than the thought that there might be. The thought that there are no aliens out there. Like the whole idea that Brian Green, like what Brian Green's saying is this is all so incredible anyway. And that's what I'm saying is like the fact that we happen to be here is enough crazy for me that like maybe we are just it as fucked up as that is. And that enough, that's enough to me to be like, that's fucking bananas. The thought that there might be aliens flying around is like, yeah, that could happen. That's totally possible. That is totally possible, Matt. Like I'm not saying that isn't the case, but even by Brian Greene's own logic, the infiniteness of the universe, how big it is, the odds would go to say that we are not right. Like even they say that. Sure, but he would also like then, from a numbers point of view. Yeah, but I think what they also say is that there's other people out there, but they can't access us, and we can't access them. Whereas you have a different opinion. Of, of course, it. yeah. yeah. I, I'm just saying that even a guy like that, through his numbers, can say because the universe is so sure, vast. Sure, but I think he would agree with you. Like I said, he would agree with you that yeah, there has to be, or we're living in a multiverse or whatever. But there, we can't access them, and they can't. There aren't. Pe- he would argue that there probably aren't people in saucers. That's right. Fly- they're that's they're all pretty I'm saying. staunch yes. on that. I find them all of those physics guys to be that. Oh, the guys I've heard on Rogan, anyways, none of them are like. Um, well, again, they're working on like. It's because they understand better than us traveling through space, going light years away. That's you know what I mean. Like, yeah, they think they do because of the way that we. Yes, understand I understand what you're physics. saying, Simon. Yes. Yeah. Did you ever see pictures of him? No. Okay. I, yeah, I saw him. Yeah. What did he look like? Just like Joe. Really? <laughs> That's not how I pictured him in my head at all. <laughs> so I uh, just to switch uh, tax a little bit here, topics. Um, they talked about Lyme disease, and Joe right away went for the biological weaponization of the Lyme disease, which I thought was very Well, because he said, I got to run upstairs for two sure. seconds. But that's because he started by being like, yeah, Lyme. Like it's from, there's Lyme is the city in the state that this guy grew up in or like Lyme is a city in New York. Isn't it? That's where they think it was started. Okay. And that's strange. Like, um, unless started, I'm wrong, I'll look it up when I come back down. Give me a sec. Is that where it started? Like, how did it start somewhere? It's like a big bang of a virus or a, well, whatever. The well, trick. if it was, uh, let's say they were working on something in the lab. Okay. And it got out of control. It, it mutated and, and Lyme disease gets out the same way coronavirus gets out. And we're still dealing with it today. Or the government knew exactly what they were doing. They were weaponizing this tick for fucking population control, for all we know. This is our one thing. That would be a really good way to do it without enraging the population you're culling. And we just look as Lyme disease as a natural occurrence exactly whereas it's a weaponized well we don't know that but that's i mean she wrote the whole book on it that lady who was on rogan very interesting i think it's very interesting kamar and it would not at all surprise me to um to to find out that that was the case either or of uh, those situations that it, they were doing something with the be, tick, it could be. got out of control, or like I said, they know exactly what they're doing. This guy was just so full of experience and happiness and joy. 
I like when Joe brings up the conspiracy, though. It's not somebody else who has to do it for him. You know? uh, I, I was unbeknownst to me. Um, they were talking about outdoor, you know, learning to do stuff outside, just how they don't teach that anywhere. Well, you know you're saying his I mean? kids are homeschooled. Well, you can do that when you homeschool. But what's interesting is my son, so in high school this year, he took outdoor ed, which is one of these courses you can take. In high school? In high school. It, was, it wasn't a, or maybe it was a course when I was in high school. I just chose not to take it. Anyways, um, they had to like, uh, you know, they learned a little bit of camping, they, canoe trip. They learned. They did a canoe trip. They had to dig out uh, the ice hut and sleep in it for a night, but it's not enough. You know what I mean? They should be. You there should be an outdoor ed class from the second you start school in elementary, and it shouldn't stop until you finish high school. Do you feel like uh, it was? It just didn't hang on, catch on with your son, and he doesn't like to go outside as much as he. For sure, but. I think that those are skills you should definitely have. That was the best thing in school is going outside for gym. You think? I, I enjoyed it very much growing up. Yeah, that was definitely, <laughs> that was one of my favorites. Just getting sure. out of the classroom yeah, and running around true. for an hour. It's true. No, my son fucking put best. very little effort into that class. Well, I think it's hilarious oh. too that you started that by being like, I don't even think we had that when I was in high school. I well, know. if we did, I didn't take it. Yeah. But then you're like, I think they should have that from <laughs> kindergarten on. Yeah. So that my kid could not take it. As an adult, I, know, I see I know. the error of my ways, I, Matt. I thought it was a Yoga Ray story. It's like, my son took this, and now he's camping. He's going around the world. <laughs> no, no, no. It's the opposite of that. But again, I think, like, did you go to Hopewell, Simon? Did you uh, pay yeah. any attention? Yeah, you went no, to Hopewell? Sorry, did you go to Hopewell, Kamar? No, I did not. Okay, well, Hopewell had like, and my year was, I think, the last year, but Hopewell had like a full-on shop in the basement under the gym, like woodworking shop. Yes, okay. And like we had to take shop for grade seven and eight, which yes, I thought we did. was we did. fucking incredible. Glass shop was well. amazing. We also took home ec, which was amazing. You got to cook shit and eat in class. Yeah, it's such a transition we were, from grade school to... We, that was in... Um, High school, though. Junior high. Ec. Junior high. No, junior I, had, high. I had home ec at Hopewell, seven and eight. Yeah, junior high. Yeah, that's high. junior high. Oh, okay, yeah. there's no junior high, though. It was just Hopewell. Went from junior fucking high. kindergarten it's to grade eight. high. But that, I only went there for junior high. That time in your life. Okay, fine. But it was one school with from kindergarten to grade eight. So it wasn't a junior high. Glashen was a junior high. Yeah, I see what you're saying. But they were totally separated. Like, I understand. I went to, I went high, to Hopewell. We didn't associate Listen, with the sixes. I get it. so I, badass going to junior high. I went to Hopewell. You went to Glashen. up. Yeah. That's why. See, yeah. for me, I stayed at the same school from mm-hmm. four to eight. So yeah. it wasn't like we did anything. We just gotcha. whatever. And then you switched from junior high to the big leagues. But the only difference was that was that you had instead of staying in one class all you day, moved around, yeah. you moved around and you had cla- like sick classes like shop and home ec and stuff, yeah. which was fucking sweet. Sweet. Like I remember shop. We made, I, I will say this. Looking back now, I'm Can't like kind of weird. Eleven year old kids were using fucking the Band machinery work, dude. It was nuts. Fucking, yeah, it was nuts. Well, well like, they, I remember making a wooden sign where, like, sorry, Kamar, it, where, sorry, go ahead. No, no, where like you had to like fucking etch out the letters yeah. and then burn the thing yep. and then put it. We through all the, did that. Yeah, sick. The keychains didn't. The keychains were the fucking best. The best. I love you get it. the plastic. Buffing them out. Yeah, bu- oh, oh, I dude, love that was buffing, the best. Man. I love buffing. Listen, did everybody shop teacher? Was there missing a finger? Was that just a thing that everybody shop teacher had to be missing a finger? I can't remember. The one at Hopewell wasn't. I know his Mr. name. Mr. Brown was definitely missing was a he? finger. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I don't know if I've just made that I in my head. I think you made head, that up. But uh, Mine was I remember Mr. his Leduc. name. 
I remember his name. Mr. LeDuc was a French teacher at Hopewell. Maybe he had, uh, maybe he was honeymooning or Maybe there's more than one LeDuc. That's uh, also a possibility. Unacceptable. Do you know what was sweet about Hopewell? I will say this is when they renovated it, which was when I went into grade eight. So they had to move us to a different school for a year, which kind of sucked. But anyway, when they renovated it, we snuck in like during the demolition and it was fucking sick. I wish to, I wish to God I had a camera back then. Was it then. dangerous? So dangerous. Okay. We were on the roof throwing fire extinguishers off trying to get them to blow up. So like it was experience. What? Oh, what, dude. What? 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 So I, Hopewell, when yeah. Hopewell, when they were demolishing it yeah. well demolishing because they they took down half of it remember right, like the, yeah, where the I gym do. was i do remember yeah so we we went to the construction site one day and we found like they had all these fire extinguishers for obvious safety reasons so we grabbed like six of them mm-hmm. and we found like a, a ladder to the roof and we trooped up to the roof with these fire extinguishers it's crazy how um because when they renovated glebe Remember when they were doing the outside, they had all the scaffolding going up the front? I do not remember this. Okay, so they were like redoing the facade or something, the front facade. Okay. They had like scaffolding that went right from the floor, four stories up to the top of the building. At night, we would just get high, go climb climb the scaffolding onto the roof. I remember some guy took a shit down into the atrium. No one ever used that atrium. Which was so funny because so... We're all laughing. He's taking his shit. And then he finishes and we're all like, holy fuck. How'd you wipe yourself? He's like, I didn't. Yeah. It was yeah, just big like, smile. Yeah, clean anyway. push. Yeah. Um, clean push. But then that reminded me too. So at one point they were doing something at Brewer Park where they had a massive crane there. Yeah. And we would just get high and climb yeah, the yeah. fucking crane. Dude, anybody could have fallen and died. I remember Maddie Law. So, you know, at, uh, at the House of Pain. <clears throat> there's like an expansion joist on the bridge, right? Yeah. So there's an area where you can climb in between. He got the, stuck up there, that kid? So he got, he did a shitload. Of, he did like a hero's dose of mushrooms and he went up there to do graffiti and like climbed in the little ho- the, yeah. the hole there and then was so high that he was like, I, I can't get down, even though it's like a 10 foot drop yeah, to like you the hill me, there. The fireman came, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. Had, they had to call the fireman. Man. A moron. But now that I think about it, like up on that crane... Yeah, I didn't. I'm so scared of heights now, but obviously then I had no fear at all. But imagine you get up there and you're like, "Well, I can't get down." Back you know? then, I had no fear of heights. Yeah, no, Zero. me either. I used to do every roller coaster, fly all the time. Like I had no fear at all. My it's, fear of heights now is crippling. It's mine more like too, an, man. It's more like just annoyance of being jostled around and thrown around. Like by what? What do you mean? A uh, uh, roller coaster, like it's not the height. I was like I wondering. Oh, no, I still like roller coasters. Yeah, no, we talked the, about this, didn't we? On the last week's episode, uh, I don't know. Jostling. I just, for me, it's the like Simon and I were watching those Russian guys climb cranes the other day, and like, dude, just watching that my makes palms me angry. Were I'm like Joe, like yeah, immediately my palms uh, are sweaty. I think they use a fisheye. Listen, I might have, <laughs> I might have misheard this, <laughs> and please eye. correct me. But did Joe say that he was trying to get his mom to start a podcast? I think he said that in jest. Okay, gotcha. Thanks. Because Yoga Joe has a pod. Yoga Ray has a podcast. Mm-hmm. Yoga Joe. That's fine. They were melding in between, and they had such a connection because of the the fighting or the jujitsu. Rather, jujitsu I've now come to appreciate is not fighting. <coughs> no. Well, I mean, it's, it's more of an it's art best form. thing. Like fighting is. Uh, striking and but just trying to submit is like a the most peaceful way to end a you know what i found really cool about this guy possible moment just to you just cued me up on it um 
There's like a million, millions of people out there that would die to hang out with Joe, spend an hour with Joe, chill, whatever, be friends with Joe. This guy was like actively hanging out with the whole crew and was just like, I'm going to go to India and just fucked off. You know what I mean? Like monk fuck. That's what I'm saying. But like literally like just like like Joe was like, when was the last time I saw you? He's like, "Uh, I don't know. 2007 maybe i don't know joe to be honest you know, just, just went off just did not give two fucks well and back then again we've never seen anything like the joe rogan experience before well that's true joe wasn't like what there to, was no joe rogan there's nothing experience to say then. like yeah. when this happens with a podcast this happens because it's it's almost like in a simulation joe rogan starting his podcast is a big bang a grand bang. That. <laughs> a grand gang bang. Uh, well, 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 the Thanks. fact that we've gotten to this point where he's done it. Well, he's done it. A guy was doing one thing, went off to India, became a monk for six years, and came back. Can I just say, Ray? Uh, Ray thinks Joe's audience is much bigger than it is. Did, did you catch that? He was like, I mean, I'm sitting here talking. This is going out to like 200 million people, and I was like, Oh, Ray, Ray, Ray. Uh, maybe misspoke. Either way, well, I'm not cutting the guy up. I was oh, just saying, sorry. No, no, no. I'm not like this fucking idiot. Namaste. Wrong. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. Shishna. He said that uh, I really liked what he said about uh, food and love. You know what I mean? He's like, I didn't buy and whoa, any whoa, of that well, let shit. me finish. That and like when you buy shitty food, it's um, if the whole process, if the guy yeah. who's stunning the cow hates his job, yeah, I thought the that whole was thing so transfers. As opposed to somebody who loves the food they're cooking and puts their soul into it, then you feel better when you eat it. So if you go to a restaurant, you have to go to the kitchen and just go to who's the chef. Who's having a bad day? No, well, the chef's happy, happy guy seems happy. How you feel today? He's like, yeah. ah, don't ask me. Like, we're, Okay, no mains. No, no mains. We're not eating yeah. here, but it's so true. Because if you make food for yourself, it's always decent. No, I hate myself. So when that's I make why you want myself, an open kitchen. So how do you how do you cook hatefully? <laughs> <laughs> just, you know, but if you're if you're cooking for yourself, you're adding a little more of what you want and just trying to make it exactly how you like it, so it feels good. Like I'm I'm sold on this guy, and I and I I honestly believe it'd be such a discussion. These two, uh, Brian Green, and uh, Yoga Joe, Yoga Ray, <laughs> Yoga Joe. <coughs> what else you got there, Cy? Uh, not much, man. Really? Yeah. I mean, I thought well, we were gonna give. I thought I we got, were gonna give yoga. I, Ray, like, I thought it was interesting that he said that uh, TV cable TV changed India. Like to that point, everybody it was a much more spiritual almost place in a, in a distressed then, way. Well, for sure, like Bollywood. You know what I mean? That must have totally changed. I don't know. I just I I see what he's saying. Like before, it was a more primitive place. I not, and primitive in a good way, you know. Well, but he's saying smarter. Yeah, because he was talking about the ancients, man, and how we've lost so much in. And it's so strong; it can't be beat by the conquests from uh, other countries that have gone there to try to fuck with India. It's uh, it's uh, mind blowing and way more practical to me than the physics talk. <laughs> I feel like you're gonna leave the podcast for three months and go with Drew to fucking India. I don't come it. back, Kamarshna. I know Kamarshna Krishna. Yeah, it is it, not even that. It's just uh, trying to recognize, you know, what is making you happy with whether it's your ego or for yourself. Target on Krishna. Are you not smoking weed? You didn't. Oh, oh you're too high. Sorry. Yeah. Try to make it to the post, Joe. Gotcha. 
Kamar's not probably a, a good idea is pacing himself. So, I mean, all the stories he tells, everything is so legit. And <coughs> I believe everything he says. But it's funny, though. With the, the grain of salt of it could. I know somebody who is listening to this from the Brian Green camp would be looking at this and saying this guy is full of shit the same way we look at the physicists and say we don't get it. You know what I mean? Like, well, no, well, But we do not say the physicist is full of shit. I mean, I do. Cause you he, gave him a four. Because he poo-poos on something. No, no, still, I'm, just, I'm saying the idea of this um, using math to explain away the universe. Yes, I just think yes, is yes. Bullshit. Party is a party pooper. <coughs> but if math is not, if math is part of the universe, then how? The known universe. No, no, but again, you're right. The ancients also used some sort of math to explain out the universe. So maybe you're right. I shouldn't poo-poo it so much. But they also were very in tune with the other side of the coin. They were using both. And I think that's the important part. You can't just... It's a two-sided coin. The yin and the yang, just like everything else. We talked about this last week, man. But Simon, wrap your head around this. Do you not think, and I know you're going to say yes, because you have to, do you not think that if someone from whenever the fuck, like, let's say you think people actually levitated and did all the crazy shit that you think they did. Correct. It. Do you not think that if you brought them to this time, they would think that what we're doing is far more magical? Um, I think they would think that it's very interesting where we've got to, but I think they would also think that we've lost the yang to the ying. We are heavy, heavy on the ying and light, light on the yang. Maybe heavy on the yang and light on the ying. Sure. Although I guess with yang sure. dropping out of the presidential debate, we're probably light on the sure, yang. Maddie. The yang being the ego? No, yeah, ying and yang being two sides to everything, you know? I know, and so there's an ego and the other side is the... The id. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Once again. You want Fascinating. This, you want this reefer? Yeah, I do, man. I did. I mean, this guy voiced a lot of my own um, kind of theories, you know, like, look, he was saying, we think a horse is normal, but a striped horse, that's alien. And then a horse with a really long neck eating plants. That's insane. Like, of course that's insane because we hadn't seen it until now. Just like a fucking giant squid is an alien and and an angel is an alien and Bigfoot is an alien. Like, you get it? Because You we see don't where we're going here? No. No. What we know. <laughs> you know, Matt. No. You see. You can see the forest through the trees. I know you can. I can see the Bigfoot through the trees. You got it, man. Cut there off the pass. Keep your eyes open. Oh, that's it. Sorry. No, no. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Um, <laughs> Just keep I'm your eyes open. yeah. It's a true statement. If you don't Excuse keep me. your eyes open, you ain't going to see nothing. You know how many times I'm awake? Well, I tell you all the time. I'm awake at really weird times in the morning. I just stand outside of my studio and I look up at the sky for UFOs. Simon's just begging. Do you see any Why star- Betty and Barney? Why Betty and Barney? They don't have duck Jews. Do you see any stars? You don't hear about a lot of Jews getting abducted, Matt. And I think that's because the Jews are the do you see any stars? So many stars. Nothing is. You live like, in the city. You don't see so many stars. Do, I live ten blocks away from you. I think at three thirty in the morning, a lot of the lights that are on at eleven o'clock or twelve o'clock aren't on anymore, and you do see more stars, Kamara. I, I but I agree, Matt. We lose a lot of the stars in the city, obviously. But I like. There's one planet that's super bright right now, right there, like um, do in the ceiling. Never do west. Uh, Did you just have to never eat shredded yeah. wheat yourself? <laughs> Due west, and it's been out, 
it's due to our rotation. It's been out for a while now, and it is so bright, man. I don't know what it is. Do you know, Matt? Use the app. I don't know. Yeah. Well, it'd probably be Mercury. I don't have that app. If it's in retrograde, it probably is Mercury. That was an unintended consequence of uh, civilization. You know what I mean? What we, was? We didn't realize we would be almost erasing the stars. Well, we didn't erase them. Well, we, they're still we, there. We, we may, but for our own senses, you know, he, he was talking about like w- how a dog has a sense that I don't have and, and these sort of things. Yeah, but you could argue that maybe we've gained other senses that we didn't have before, which we obviously have because we're not throwing feces at each other in the forest. Wow. Ta- not this weekend, at least. I got I got lost in the yoga, Joe. Yoga Ray. <laughs> yoga Joe again. Let's just go with yoga, Joe. Mocha Joe, um, Latte Larry. What else? What How's your trigger else? finger, Simon? It's, you know, hanging in there. It's triggered. <laughs> Do you see Andrew Yang is now a commentator on uh, CNN? Oh, you must not like that. We'll talk about it on the post, Joe. Interesting. Uh, do you believe in karma, Matt? No. We can end it with that. You don't believe in karma, so you no. you don't believe that doing good things will have good things come your way and doing bad things will have bad things come your way? No. That is fucking brave, my I friend. Don't, I don't think it's like that. I think it's... That is brave. Really? Yeah. You grew up... You especially grew up surrounded by pieces of shit who have not had their comeuppance. So well, explain that to me. It's never too late, Maddie. Okay. You... I'm saying, I, like, uh, many of those people might get their comeuppance. It might happen tomorrow. It might happen next week. Hmm. You, it's not always instantaneous. I'm sorry, Kamar. Go ahead. You do good things for the good of your spirit, but it does no good for you. And that that is karma. That's quite possible, <laughs> you, too. You can't, like, make yourself, I got more karma like Reddit can do but wait, Kamar, wait but I was if also, you go around on. fucking people over your journey. whole life you don't think that that but won't... simon you're not even talking about yoga karma you're talking about karma in the pop culture sense that's what you're talking about i'm almost positive if if you, if you do bad things your whole life your spirit will be burdened with bad well, karma I think and need the, to turn it around the idea good. of karma in like hindu culture is that you're building up like for when you get to your reckoning or whatever, when they judge you. So when you're, they reincarnate, reincarnate you, you're being reincarnated into a better class and not put down into the dung beetle class cast rather system. And every time you're just shooting for the best, but, but it's your soul. It's not you. That's where he made the separation. Did I mention my idea? So this was, I, I was so high the other night and I floated this. This goes into the simulation again. Let's say that our our next evolution was so like, you know, how some animals are just born and they can walk and they're all ready to go. And like the mother can leave them and they're pretty much they're just set. So maybe for us, because we have such a long period of being stupid and useless, maybe what we do is in the future, thousand years from now, hundred years from now, whatever, we figure out much like the Matrix, a way to plug a baby's brain in to a program where it lives three full lives quickly like almost you could say instantaneous maybe maybe it takes a week maybe two a thousand teach years me now. kung fu so it lives sure but instead of kung fu teach me life so it lives a life lived so it lives it's living my life right now and it feels like a full life lived but boom that's it so after three lives lived 
now you have a one-year-old that can communicate and that understands so that you get a jump start on life. Mm-hmm. And it's maybe not the- possible. You can do that right now. It's called salvia. Just ask Ari Shafir. So we're going to get baby salvia? That, <laughs> Why not? That's the idea. Why not? Because um, you're made up of everyone that teaches well, you. Well, it's very interesting. Yeah, but what I'm saying, Kamar, is maybe that's, you know, in the future, maybe that's what we do. We figure out a way, again, using AI, like you thousand years argue, from now. thousand years from okay. now, AI figures out a way to implant a life lived so into. So you just so. have a bunch of ancient babies. Well, in a way, yeah. I mean, yeah. they feel they feel like they've lived three lives. Yeah, so their wisdom is That's like what I'm through saying. the there roof. There you go, yeah. This is something we'd have to work on. I wonder... There were still fish in the ocean. If I the wonder place if, wasn't yeah. a fire. Yeah, naturally. <laughs> I wonder if that would be a better way to live. Like with a jump start on life? Knowing that much, you know what you I mean? You do know that much. No, not a birth. That's the whole idea. Like, well, think about you at 20. spirit. You're, well, uh, that's not true either, Matt, because if you're living your life like they were talking about you know every time you're gaining yeah, you have your to live karma it again points and, and living it again to try and do better and better then maybe you are born with innate um it's all in there sense all of there. how your life works it's funny know? though because when he started talking about that i was like this is groundhog day he's talking about groundhog day well groundhog day he really i know it's one day, day but he has to get that day right mm-hmm. or wrong but maybe there is no right or wrong, you know, and that's the whole point. There is no right or wrong. And you're just, you just keep reliving. It just is. But life is amazing, so why wouldn't you want to do that? And that's what Joe was saying, you know? Life in itself, I get it. Some people have heart. I'm not again, discounting okay. that. So let's touch on that real quick, because Joe does this often, and it's becoming bothersome. No. And I'm not, I hate to do this super woke left shit, because it doesn't bother me that much. Joe has a great life. And Joe has the right to sit there and say this. Joe can say, I love my life. Life is great. I love my family, my friends. Like, that's great for you. There's a a large swath of the population that does not feel that way. Okay. And to those people, I would say, look at it the way you talked about it earlier, where, fine, granted, not everybody's life is great, but life itself, the idea that human beings even exist in this mess of gravity and stars and space and earth and water is incredible. It's got to be a baseline to start out. The argument, but the argument could be made that like, if you were never born and never knew any of this anyway, you might just be better off as opposed to living. Sure. But I would imagine that of whatever billion people we are right now, that the majority think on the biggest scheme of things that life is an amazing thing. And just because you have to relive your life over and over again doesn't mean that you can't change. That's the whole idea is that you're getting this chance to do it and do it again and do it again. And maybe in this life you're poor and miserable and in the next one you can change that and be rich and happy like or whatever, whatever that means to you. And remember, I mean, I don't know what credence I gave it, but he was talking about the readers. A guy read him. If you tell him uh, mm-hmm. when you're born, where you're born exactly, they can see almost like a, a barcode your soul and all that information. That so I we do know everything. It's just like Dumbo's ears. It was there all along. You gotta watch <laughs> Dumbo's eyes, man. Anyways, I I want that. I want to have the. Is that on Netflix? Amazon Prime. Okay, I'll work on it. Um, I uh, yeah, I want to have that reading done. I thought that was really cool in the way of 
clairvoyance or would whatever. you want to get like a tarot card reading done or your palm read mary or does like mary that? does that shit I, i'd rather really get the, the guys he was talking about but i i if i had money thrown you around, would do that i would though? do that for fun would you want to go and get like your future told of course you would sure i don't think i would there's a bunch of listen if do we it for start the gram. well no what i was gonna I don't say think is i want to do it hold on what i was gonna say is once we get money and we start the youtube shit we can do this we can just go and oh, on I, camera i get, get like, it but i'm saying i don't know if i want to do oh, it oh whatever yeah 10 years from now. So anyways, Ten years from now. Yoga Ray is a white bald guy. And uh, we were talking about spirituality and you've been talking about mental kinesis. So for the movie mental game, kinesis. we're doing powder. Telekinesis. We're doing powder? Telekinesis. Nice, nice Kamar. Powder. Oh, Love it. Holy fuck. A movie they definitely didn't talk about in the uh, episode. Unfortunately, yeah. We, we went there. This movie will almost never be spoken about. <laughs> There's so many people listening right now. They're like, what the fuck is powder? Powder is about that. Powder is about a, no, it's about a kid whose mom gets struck by lightning while he's in the womb. And he then is like a bringer of lightning. But I think the bigger thing is that maybe, and this, I read into it a little bit, granted, but I felt like the lightning strike while she was pregnant was a metaphor for alien abduction sex. And he is an alien child a la Elon. Oh, my fuck. Just Kay. throwing that out I have there. the year already done. Uh, Sean Patrick. Okay, I'm gonna t- I, I, flattery. Yeah. All right. Start. All right, Simon, what year do you have written down there? I'm going to change that. Hold on. Come on, careful. You're going to pull the whole, uh, you're gonna pull the the whole system okay, let's, down. Let's do this. No, it's under you. Could, could that be right? Pull that out. There you go. There you go. Let's try it. All right. What year did I have written down? I said 1997. I have 1994. 1995. I fucking crossed out 95, you stupid asshole. Every time. Every time. No, but you can see. I can prove to you. I believe you. Why why would you lie? Budget and uh, gross. Uh, Can I get the actor, Kamar? I'd like to know. You're not going to know any of them. Sean Patrick Flannery. I don't know about it. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. Holy fuck. <laughs> He's powder. He's the powder. Uh, the alien. The alien. Uh, also uh, interesting, uh, Jeff Goldblum. Oh, well, there's the big budget yeah. actor I was looking for. All right. So the budget on this was. Uh, 1995. 1995. Man, I'm, I'm so far off on this. It's not even going to be. Yeah. I really think it's not even going to be worth doing this. <laughs> oh no! It's actually every time you guys say that, it works out well. Not this time, Kamar. I'm so far off here. <laughs> I'm probably hold on. Listen, you know, as the judge, I I can't. I'm going to call say it. Anything. I'm going to call it right now. I'm at least twenty million off on the budget, and I'm probably close to thirty-five million off on the gross. Yeah, I mean this is a reach pulling out powder, but that's what yeah, I was just is a real this is when a he dick was move. talking about it and when I looked up the numbers I was like, oh shit. This is a real dick I move. No, I have no idea. Okay. Simon, go ahead. we'll start with you. I said twenty two million budget and sixty eight million gross. Dude, this is insane. You said twenty two sixty eight? I had twenty two point six million and sixty four point eight. Get the fuck out of here. So no matter what, it's gonna be a it's push. It's a push, yeah. 
Well, what are the numbers? What is it? <laughs> For budget, the movie was $9.5 million. Wow. Okay. So you're 10 over, not even within the five. Thanks. Yeah. And total box office, $30.9 million. What a fucking flop. Oh, Hold on. I movie. said I was 30 off on the on the gross, though, and yeah. I was. Well, by fifty, uh, but so is he. You oh, get extra 30. points for be, oh, okay. for knowing how wrong you were. <laughs> yeah, uh, not what to say a terrible movie game pick. You're a dickhead, and it was a terrible movie. I think I'm gonna take over the movie game and give him all the fucking uh, <laughs> episode shit. Well, no, I just panicked because I was thinking I'm not gonna have anything involved with O'Brady. No, no, it's all good. I like when you extrapolate. Like you would have been tomorrow. better it's playing fun. out a Bollywood movie neither of us had ever seen, starring well, like Rod. But just Singh hold on, and- hold on. Let's just let let's play a little game here. They didn't talk about any, not one movie in any of these episodes. This is what I'm saying. Zero movies were mentioned in any of these episodes. So I had to be inspired and pull something. I'm asking. Zero. That's true? Don't know. Zero. That's his job. I'm telling you. We're just going off. He just does this. Combed it. He just swipes his hand left. Combed it. Combed it. Wrong. Yeah, you also thought you were right about Justin Martindale never wrong. Wrong. I was saving for the post Don't show. Announce yeah. that to everybody on the main show. Apologies right now. There was a major uh, under researching. You uh, had me coming down here. Martindale. And if you listen on back, fire. if you listen back, I was pretty unsure. I was like, I don't know. That's all right. We, I bought Kamar's uh, hooey, yeah, hook, line, hook, line, and sinker. Yeah. I have the came right. Came down here, threw Martindale way under the bus. You have my apologies, sir. I have the right to be wrong. That you do, yeah. But Justin Martindale was on 449. There we go. But what I don't understand is this, Kamar. We sat outside. We went through every year. You didn't go through every year. That's the thing. When you came back in, Kamar specifically said, I went back to 2015, which is only five years of Joe Rogan's. Well, because that's what he said. We didn't go far back enough. We actually went to 2014, Matt, just to be sure. Oh, well, my bad. I don't think anyone was hurt by this. Justin Martindale is a listener. I don't, I don't think he's the I, one that called us scummy pieces. Of I, shit. I have the right to be wrong. This. I'm sorry. To you, I Simon. don't like to be put in that situation. He was far. a previous guest. And Simon I, doesn't like to be wrong by proxy. By proxy. <laughs> thank you. Exactly. And especially when I just bite into it like that. Oh, you know? have we rated I wanted Ray? him to be wrong. No. Are no, we done we with haven't. yoga? Ray? Yes. Let's be I done. I know with what Yoga we're doing right now. Okay. Well, I think we're done with the show then. So let's rate yoga. Ray. And then I don't like that. Okay, well, let's rate Yoga Ray, well, and we'll see where it goes. Let's then. be done with the show. Um, I'll start. I didn't start one. I'll give him. A, he gets a solid four. I absolutely. I give him a four point three. Wow, that's. I think that's the highest rating you've given this year, Simon. Is, do I give him a four point three? It's too late. It's in the well, books. It's in the books. You just gave Yoga Take Ray. It. Yoga Ray is the highest rated episode for you in twenty twenty. Yeah, which seems crazy, right? I now do you I like, see why? I like do you see Ray. why this rating system works though? Because I didn't think the Black Keys were gonna be like one of my only fives, but guess what? Oh, I certainly didn't think Yoga Ray was gonna be a guy I agreed with. There you go. Because I don't particularly care for yoga. Kamar, what did you give? Having four point five. Four point five yeah, strong. Just... Kamar's hammering home. Yeah, you really, <laughs> you on. really were into this. Yeah. What a dick, eh? Like I finally get my moment, and then he just. Yeah, that was, you, that hold was on, part of it. it. You giving out a four point five is like a five. Four point two. It's the it's um, a four point three. Four point three. It's all the some of the parts, like just the uh, podcast you've been listening to. This has been the. One I can remember in so long that I was just like, yeah, I no, don't you, want this to stop. You were jazzed on this, and you know how I know? Because no. how many times you said the word Yoga Joe. Yeah. <laughs> That's how we know Too how excited. much you love this podcast. When did you listen to this one, Kamar? 
Like not last. You hadn't listened to it last night when we were sitting. I think here. I listened to it. No, I, I listened to the first half. Okay, gotcha. Didn't and you hear Kamar all the time? He's like, I want to talk to you guys, but I gotta wait till tomorrow. Yeah, but there were two other episodes. I don't know. I thought it's maybe you wanted still, to shit on Colin O'Brien. I've, <laughs> I've realized uh, sometimes uh, doing this, trying to think of stuff to talk about or want to talk about, holding on to it. If you let it out, it's gone. You know what I mean? Instead of a, a thing that's burning Because inside you, you feel stupid <laughs> saying the same thing twice to Matt or I? Is that the idea? Like you couldn't possibly say, I'll say it to this. us and then say it again on the podcast? I don't think I could remember it. For listeners? I'm not holding on to it. For listeners, it's really killed our friendship. We now just sit, the three of us in a room. Staring Nothing at is other. said. Yeah. Well, How I, are you? I, Fine, you? I, Fine. It keeps us in the moment. Save it for the podcast. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> keeps us in, in the moment. I will tell you, though, the amount of times that Simon and I are sitting together and I hear save it for the podcast, it's becoming infuriating. Sorry, man. Save it for the podcast. Fucking dickhead. So you guys are active with it. Yeah, it's crazy. Because I don't want to say it twice. I feel unauthentic (laughs) saying it twice. Exactly. No, I was asking you how. Oh, but I'm stupid. You're unauthentic. What a dick. I was asking you how you felt about it. I know why it bothered you. I I feel away, Simon. You you know what the problem is for me? I know it's hard enough to get a laugh out of both of you, and I want to get it on record as opposed to when we're just sitting watching UFC. Yeah, I laugh at you all the time. (laughs) No, last night you were forcing. You were giving me free laughs. No, I wasn't. Yeah, you were. Don't lie to me. Cracking me up. Don't lie to me. Even that he would say that seems like real pandering. See? <laughs> real <laughs> pandering. Yeah. You're looking for it. You really crack me up. Sounds like something you'd say to a girl you're trying to fuck. Namaste. Yeah, after you let her win at pool or something. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, that was a fun episode. Uh, if you guys want to email us, we have an email. It's jreepodcast at gmail.com. Uh, we are on Twitter and Instagram. It's jreepodcast. You can also follow Kamar on Instagram. At Kamar Babar, Instagram and Twitter. You can follow Simon on Instagram at Bigfoot Sighting Society. You can follow me on Instagram at Floydy, F-L-O-I-D with five E's. We have a subreddit. It's uh, J-R-E-E podcast. Got some good discussions going on there lately. Shit's heating up. It's nice. Thanks for all the support on Reddit. Having some fun on there. And we have a Patreon. If you want to join, it's a dollar a month at least. You can join for as much as you want. There's different tiers. Eventually, like real soon, the tiers are probably going to matter, so... Maybe you want to jump in at like a Joey Diaz level. I don't know. I'm not trying to say shit. Uh, but we do Donate. have a Patreon. We do have a Patreon. It's patreon.com slash JREE podcast. If you join, you get the post Joe on Tuesday along with the regular episode. And you also get three, sometimes four episodes of This Won't Age Well. Gotta get back in time. A series where we go back, we listen to old episodes of JRE, and we do what we do on the show. We just talk shit and uh, see how they aged, rate them, this, that, and the next. And I get more stoned and stoned and stoned as it goes. You know what I realized? We did ratings this week, but we didn't mention Jamie. We just said rate oh, it. Oh, yeah, no Jamie Vernon. So, yeah, we, nor- we we rate them on a scale of one to five Jamies. That's real. Well, if this well, is your you first time listening. Oh, I would have said that in that intro that but I do, you, yeah. But, you, but maybe you should say it now. No, because we'll I'll put the intro in for this week because we didn't give an intro. So Very good. I might get rid of that intro just because of reasons. Whatever. All right. Well, that was fun. Uh, I hope you guys have a great uh, week, weekend, and uh, stick around for the post show. Keep your eyes open. 